Hey, Bunk Funkers. Here's a special bonus episode for you. Andy and I had the pleasure of guest hosting a list of our top 10 music-based conspiracies with the fellas of the Twisted 10 podcast. The Twisted 10 guys are awesome. They are super hilarious. They are way cooler than Andy and I. And they're a couple of daddies. And they were nice enough to let us not only uh, guest our own list, but also um, host it here in our feed for you all to listen to. So please go check these guys out. Show them some love. Um, Their social media is at The Twisted 10 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And they have an awesome Discord server as well. You can find the link to their Discord at www.thetwisted10.com. Please check these guys out. They are super awesome, and we had a great time uh, hosting this list and just being absolute uh, idiots the whole time. So please enjoy the Twisted Ten. What on, Joe? Welcome to another episode of the Twisted Ten. What is up, everybody? What's going on? We have we have a larger than full studio tonight. Larger than full studio? A oh, packed studio? Virtual Overfull? studio? Virtually packed studio? Yeah, we'll get through it. It's it is, virtually it's, packed. It's virtually packed in here. <laughs> I am Adam. I am one of your hosts normally, but tonight I'm not hosting the show. I mean, I'm part of the hosts, but yeah, you get it. Sitting across from me over in the chair. Ron. And sitting over on the man-colored futon. What is up, everybody? It's Josh. But none of us are hosting tonight. No. As we put something special in Discord tonight is the title for this. We have a guest remote host for the show this evening. And I'm going to read you their little catchphrase first because this is glorious. Guys, we need to do something as professional as this. <laughs> Andy and Art, two Chicago comedian skeptics, are forced to delve into the world of conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, and all things bizarre. So, guest hosting tonight on the show is Andy and Art from Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. Welcome, fellas. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Hey, uh, thanks for is, having us, guys. Yeah, thank you for having us on the show. Uh, we're here We're here in the bunker. That's um, right. We are in the bunker studio, uh, coming to you live. That's yeah. F- that's fucking cool. And, and the bunker studio is in Chicago as well. We were kind of talking that's, about that a little well, bit before the show. Uh, it's yeah it's in a it's in a it's in a remote place we don't you know it's kind of outside but we you could say chicago area chicago right, area yeah. Um, chicago yeah and that's kind surrounded of surrounded by a fortress of walmarts in a in a foresty <laughs> area <laughs> that kind of ties in a little bit so friends of ours that have guested on our show and we've guested within the past from hysteria 51 that's Brent and john uh they're i think tied to you guys and i think that's how this connection eventually made its way through is that is that true or, or oh man i hope they say we're we familiar hate uh brett hand has before um uh, come down and held a gun to both of our heads um <laughs> And we have received threatening emails from John Goforth and various cease and desist letters from Hysteria 51. Um, <laughs> I, so, and, I so hope that's but true. C-Bot that has so been awesome. nothing but kind to us. Seabot <laughs> has been just the sweetest little robot we have ever met. Um, absolutely wonderful. So, what yeah. a gem. But to answer your question, yes, we do know Hysteria 51. That's cool. We want to thank them for the uh, for the connection to you guys because we did. So Josh and I, for the listeners of the Twisted 10, we guested on an episode um, of Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time where, I don't know if, if you guys allow a teaser, 
But uh, the topic of that show was very fun, very interesting, and very nerdy. It's very up our alley. <laughs> so good. That's true. We, That's true. We were we were discussing the uh, uh, legend of the arcade classic Polybius. That's, That's right. right. Yes. Have you ever heard about this, Ron? Um, a little bit, but I don't know much about it. it long story short, 1981, 83-ish, somewhere in that time frame, this episode, this game supposedly came out and kids at arcades, you know, back when there were arcades would, you know, get sick and have diarrhea, shitting, uncontrollable shitting, and just all sorts of problems from playing this game. And then suddenly the game was no longer anywhere available. No information from a company. It's just, it's an urban legend. But this game never actually existed. Maybe. Well, you know what? You can find out the answer to that and make up your own decision. If you listen to that episode of Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. Awesome. That All right, I get to be right. a bunk funker. That's right. That's their yeah. listeners. How did you guys come That's up right. with that? That's a fucking cool name for your listeners, bunk funkers. Um, <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I think we I think we were like, oh, yeah, bunk and funk are kind of wrong. Somebody Somebody used it once, and then we're just, we're the type of people that if one, if a thing happens once, it's already a thing. It's yeah. a trend. Yeah. If, yeah. It's all, it, it only happens to have, to have to happen once, and it's already a trend. So it's true. We just started doing it, and now we do it incessantly. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, their URL is MrBunkersConspiracyTime.com. Social media is at MrBunkerPod, and that's pretty much everywhere for your for your guys' social media tags. They have a YouTube channel with some pretty cool videos as well. Go check that out. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we're super stoked to have you guys on the show. I think this is going to be a, a fun, a very fun episode. Unless it's the top ten conspiracies about Polybius, then... <laughs> then it's like a repeat. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, no, that been. Oh boy! Uh, no, Ooh, that's me, definitely uh, not it. Uh, no, no, we, don't, we, we go don't, on a quick uh, four-minute hiatus. Uh, <laughs> quick, pull up BuzzFeed. <laughs> pull a list. No, so I, I am the one who vetted their list this week, as All you guys right. know. When we we have a guest host, um, one of us from the main cast here, we just kind of vet the topic and stuff to make sure it's you know not garbage. And I am oh. excited to say that this is most definitely not garbage. I like it. I'm, exci- wow. I'm excited for the list. So it's better than anything Adam has done, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, sorry, we came <laughs> off our last recording with you saying that was the mo- one of the most fun shows That was the most fun had. show I've ever done. Right. It was. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, you did Batman that? Batman had a family. Well, I take it all back. What if my <laughs> ghostwriter is really my wife? What if she writes all of my episodes? I think your ghostwriter is the, the these uh, funker bunches right here. <laughs> the fun- Marky Mark. Marky Mark and the funker bunch. <laughs> Uh, hello, are you guys? You guys still there? They're already gone. gone. Your jokes are so bad at denigrating our. We're show. heading off to Wahlburger. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta go get ourselves a couple of Wahlburgers, baby. Yes. Nice, delicious. You know, no, that's awesome. we're not going to the restaurant Wahlburgers. We have a room in the bunker that's just got cheeseburgers. Just on the a wall. wall of hamburgers. <laughs> so I gave you guys a little bit of a, of a kind of an intro to our listeners, and our listeners are eminently familiar with Hysteria Fifty One. So give us a kind of a, a you know a. a Tell us a about Cliff's your show. notes version about yeah about what you guys do and what what makes you guys have fun doing podcasting. We um, Andy and I have been friends for far too long, um, <laughs> well over a decade, right, Andy? Yeah. Well, if you know, if you count well over a decade, it feels being, like so much longer, <laughs> like slightly over a decade. Then the answer is yes. Um, and we've done a lot of different comedy ventures around the city. We've done uh, you know we used to do improv. We did a lot of sketch comedy. Uh, we did uh, you know YouTube web series and stuff. But then. Mm-hmm. One kind of like fateful day, um, Andy and I were abducted from our homes, and we were taken to the bunker 
um, by this guy. His name was his name was Mr. Bunker. Mr. Bunker. He's an illusionary mastermind. He does these uh, elaborate tricks to abduct us and take us to the bunker, and then he would force us to podcast about the paranormal, UFOs, all, all this stuff, because he knew we were such skeptics. He wanted to try and convince us and the world of the things that he was into. Right. Um, now, that was... Two years ago. Yeah. Fast forward now, we have gone, we have taken Mr. Bunker to court. Unfortunately, during <laughs> during COVID, during the pandemic. That's true. Uh, we were not able to be in the bunker. That's right. And our relationship with Mr. Bunker soured. Very much so. Um, so it ended up in a protracted legal battle yeah. uh, with both of us suing Mr. Bunker and each other. Uh, everybody was suing. It was sort of like a it was a, it was a big, round robin yeah, sue Yeah, it was a round robin sue off. And, uh, but we did eventually prevail. Uh, we defeated Mr. Bunker in court. We took possession of the bunker, and we also were able to adopt uh, an undead teenage Sasquatch yep. and an adult baby. <laughs> Un- David undead, yes. not alive, but undead. He's Mr. Undead. Bunker murdered the Sasquatch. He he, uh, with he, the used, katana. he used black magic to bring the, the bring the Sasquatch back to life and murder with a katana. It's very As it's, one does. You know, standard stuff. It's a classic trope, but you know it's what it is. It is what it is. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. But we, uh, you know, we we uh, we still cover uh, similar topics, but uh, we haven't seen Mr. Bunker in a while, so uh, yeah. we have know. no idea what he's up to. Uh, he ran off immediately after the verdict. That's in court. true. <laughs> <laughs> Out of shame, he lost. Yeah, he's shameful. I still can't get past the the zombie Sasquatch. <laughs> Well, his name is Peon Musk, and uh, he is our teenage son. And so, you know, he he's nice. a lot like a normal teenager, but in other ways, yeah. Um, you know, he's also an undead Sasquatch. So you right. kind of got to balance that out as a father. Yeah, we're we're co-parenting this family. That's we right. are two daddies. That's right. Uh, and as you guys know, you guys are all a couple of daddies as well. So you know what oh, it's yeah. like to. You know, you gotta you gotta cart the kids around. You gotta make sure they're doing their homework and stuff. You gotta. Take, get a babysitter to go down to Applebee's to hunt for strange. You know how you know as what daddies do. <laughs> nice. He's so accurate on some of these statements. Oh, just, it's so spot on. Right, you guys are daddies. You get it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We get it. We for sure get it. I have never appreciated alone time more than I have as a father, and I've got four kids at home. So when I get daddy alone time, if I'm not masturbating, I'm enjoying my quiet. <laughs> I thought that's time. what alone time was. That was, a, <laughs> that was a euphemism for masturbating. Is it a, is it a Pavlovian instant response when everybody leaves the house, Ron? You are Ooh, furiously Pavlovian. masturbating. Pavlovian, I like it. You like that? Yeah. Wait, isn't wait here? Are you salivating when I do this? Why? Why would I sal- salivate? Pa- That's the whole Pavlov thing. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just I didn't know what it meant. That's why I was like impressed by the word. I don't oh. know what that Pavlovian <laughs> means. <laughs> okay. Pa- short story. Uh, Pavlov was a uh, scientist, and he was studying uh, association uh, psychology. And in this case, he it was with a dog. In this case, he would ring the bell, give the dog a treat. Ring the bell, give the dog a treat. Repeated this days and days and days, and then eventually he just started ringing the bell the dog would immediately start to salivate. So he created an unprovoked oh, response. Well, no, provoked response, but an un... un whatever. The I know dog what salivates on the ring of a bell. So okay. right. that's Pavlov. Cool. So, when, not, not so what you're saying is when you ring a bell, you masturbate? Is that what you're asking me if I do? <laughs> I just came <laughs> twice. Okay. <laughs> Nice. You no, know, Ron, what we're saying is that, you know, as the door is closing, you know, your family's walking out the door and the door is closing and you can feel your erection growing. That's the Pavlovian response. <laughs> yeah. Ron's like, I know what sites I'm about to go to. The wife's <laughs> leaving. <laughs> uh, all right. It's all true, though. 
Um, wait, but you guys touch on like <laughs> UFOs, conspiracies, all of the the paranormal, all of the you know yeah. fringe science kind of stuff. You guys, you guys, yeah. that's the focus of your guys' show. Is that correct? Definitely. We we cover we cover a wide <laughs> conspiracies in the title, but we really do. We cover like UFOs. We'll cover unsolved mysteries a lot of the times. Oh, nice. Um, With Robert Stack. Cover. Do they even know who <laughs> that is? Stack. We, we did. We also resurrected <laughs> him we resurrected. Uh, to bring him onto the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're trying to adopt undead Robert Stack. <laughs> that's our third son. Uh, I just remember that music from uh, from Unsolved Mysteries as a kid. I used yes, to love, love that, that show. show. Oh my god! Oh, yes. That is such a good show. I didn't even understand Very why. Comfy show. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it was it was true crime before true crime was even a fad. Yes, you know, it was before it was popular. Before it was a whole channel, it was a thirty-minute show once a week. One hundred percent. Well, well, very cool. Uh, we've got a few uh, housekeeping plugs to get through, so we're going to turn that over to Josh for just a minute to get us through some of these housekeeping plugs. Yeah, so before we hand the reins off to Andy and Art here, I uh, just want to give a thanks to our Twisted Council for supporting the show. Um, you guys are awesome, and a thank you to the Bunk Funkers who have joined us from uh, Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time. Um, some of their supporters, they're hanging out in Discord as well with us, so um, I appreciate that. So speaking of Discord... That is one of the things we have for our show. You can come hang out with us anytime. We're up there. I leave it up. I pay way more attention to Discord than like my work email. So I will respond. Like we'll respond. Just come say hey. It's there. Um, and uh, as far as the council goes, they have a little thing called the after show. A little bit of extra content for them for council members only. So if you want information on how to get to Discord, what the after show is about, and how to get to it, uh, twist10.com. I'll get you all the information and the links. And just a small little shout out. Uh, you know, we've been talking about it. Our incoming sponsor, Manscaped. So thanks to them. We'll actually have next week a little bit more information about it. However, we have we got a box of Manscaped goodies today. And I think we're going to be passing some of those out to some listeners. Hell so, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> just be sure to catch next week's episode. I'll uh, give you some more information on how to get some some free Manscaped swag. We're going to be doing a Manscaped giveaway in the box. Ron's pubes. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, no? that's that's an endless uh, Please gift. Take it. <laughs> Please take it. It is a priceless gift. You, this is, this is, you, can't, you can't put a price on that. Somebody could take one of those pubes and clone themselves a brand new Ron. Oh, God. Why would you need more than one? <laughs> I'm already like three my, myself. I'm so fat. <laughs> Um, all right, well, gentlemen, so basically the rest of the show is yours. Our format pretty much stays the same. We go, you know, you announce and talk about your your, uh, your list, your upcoming list, and then uh, you go through 10 through 6, we break, and then do 5 through 1. So, gentlemen, we are turning the Twisted 10 over to you. All right, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Uh, appreciate <laughs> you getting this set up. Uh, Got stage fright. Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. No, I, uh, no seriously, thanks for having us on, yeah. guys. Uh, so um, we're doing, um, I guess I'll just announce the list at the top here. Um, today's list, we're going to give you the top 10 music conspiracies. Ooh, I've already got like four or five that have popped into my head, but Ooh, no spoilers. Maybe. We'll let's see. see. Let's see we'll if see you can guess make them all. the cut. Yeah, right. let's see. All right. So <clears throat> we'll start off with number 10. Number 10. Uh, number 10. Andy, you got to do your Case Kasem voice. Oh, we'll start off with number 10. Damn, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Sultry. Um, number 10. 
Post Malone is cursed. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Ooh. Right, wait. Uh, Ron is looking at me kind of. Fr- Ron, do you know who Post Malone is? Yeah, he actually sings one of my favorite songs, Circles. Oh. Okay, all yeah. right, all right. Cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Ron, so- I didn't know you had a face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> me and Mike Tyson, we got ours together. Wow. wow. Cute. Hot boxing with Ron. All right. <laughs> that one didn't land as hard. Nah, that's a sentence that's not never like been Mike, said. Not like Mike Tyson's punches. Yeah, right? <laughs> talking about something that lands hard. Um, so the origin of this um, conspiracy or uh, whatever you want to call it is that Post Malone was hanging out with Zach Baggins at uh, his haunted museum in downtown Las Vegas. Zach Baggins, the uh, very very world famous host of Ghost Adventures, on. Whatever channel goes, travel, travel, channel or channel, whatever, whatever Ghost Adventures is on. Ron, do you cool. know Zach Baggins? No. You know who would know that is a uh, one of our former hosts. Tack probably would. Yeah, he it's for one sure. of those where they oh. they check out like haunted houses and stuff, right? Where they just yep. go and search. They go for to the haunted family. locations and then they go. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> and then they run away. And where some production guys had his hand on the wall for the last ten minutes, leaning up against <laughs> it, they suddenly turned the heat sensor over and there. Yeah. That was there. Look, right. somebody's hand was yeah. there. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look, there's a warm spot in my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way better joke. Way, way better than mine. That's not hard. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's ghost adventures. So they were, on, they were doing ghost adventures in the Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. And uh, inside the museum is this thing called the Dibuk Box or the Dibuk Box. I think it's Dibuk Box. I think it's Dibuk. Dibuk Box, which is considered to be the most haunted object in the world. Yeah. Um, so it's this, like... Ancient, uh, yeah. supposedly, uh, supposedly, like very old box, and inside it, it it's cursed. Basically, yeah. Anybody who like oh, the previous owner like died, and there was like a bunch like in a horrific way, and then so they had to sell it <laughs> off, and everybody who owns it and touches it is apparently cursed for life. Wow, um, it's a very scary thing. So it's kind of yeah. like the Hope Diamond. The Hope Diamond is supposed to have all sorts of curses on it. The owners die every right. time somebody owns it personally or yeah. something. Yeah, Adam, this is very much the same thing. It's it's like this this box is supposedly cursed, so cursed in fact. Yeah. Um Zach Baggins touched the box uh while he and Post Malone were together and Post Malone touched Zach Baggins' shoulder while Zach Baggins was touching the Dybuk box. The curse transitive properties, the curse went directly through Zach Baggins right into Post Malone. Yeah. He was like a conductor. That's how he got cursed by the diaper box huh what's the um, what's the speculation there what's the what's is he like going to die or is he just gonna well, have more record sales <laughs> what's, he's, what's gonna, the negative? he's gonna continue to make doritos commercials forever <laughs> <laughs> he can only be a spokesperson for doritos he's gonna have a chart topping hit <laughs> he's gonna make it to number two and never get to number one <laughs> that would kind of uh, suck actually yeah, it would suck. Yeah. <laughs> But the after this event, after this encounter with the die book box, Post had a series of near death experiences. Actually, um, so he was on a plane, uh, and it, it, this this was only uh, days after the die book box incident. The plane was forced to make an emergency landing after the tires on the plane blew off during takeoff. So the plane gets in the air; they have to make an emergency landing. Luckily. Post was okay. Everybody was okay. Uh, the landing was fine. Um, then, not long after that, 
there were three armed robbers who broke into a home where Post used to live. These guys broke in. They demanded to see him. They stole cash and jewelry. Uh, ultimately, they took things worth over $20,000. Yeah. Damn, it's a good heist. was not there. So he did not, he did not have a run-in with these, these guys. He was yeah. not there. Uh, and then, finally, Post Malone was driving his Rolls Royce when he got T-boned by Ikea in West Hollywood. Wow. By Ikea? And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> by, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. By Akia. No, I, I knew what you meant. Akia, <laughs> Ron. Um, luckily, Post was not hurt in that. Well, he's cursed. He's cursed. Yeah, but you got to well, hey, well, hold on. So you guys, just to throw some love back towards the podcast, you guys are typically more on the skeptical side where one of you is usually more skeptical than the other. However, you both mm-hmm. carry a pretty heavy level of skepticism. Uh, I'm going to call bullshit on the story because we know that his life was not in danger when a Mercedes or when a uh, uh, what car did you say? Rolls Royce that he was driving or a passenger in got hit by all of the same amount of weight as a housefly when a Kia struck the side of that thing. He wasn't in danger. Come on. It was near death. It was near death, Adam. Maybe it was a Kia soul. I mean, you don't know. Huh? Oh, oh, I see what you're doing there. Boom. Like that. The real die book box. <laughs> so as I do sometimes when I'm curious about words that I've never heard before, I look this one up. Post is uh, his first name. Okay, cool. Post M A M A L. I looked it up. It is dabak. It is a Yiddish word from, and it's a term from Jewish mythology. It's basically an angry ghost that possesses something. So it's a ghost possessed box. So it's like our term for poltergeist. But in this case, it's a ghost that possesses an object, so it would be the box. In this whatever. case, yeah, the the huh. the box that, that he touched. So it's a Jewish or... ghost that's possessing that box. Yes, yeah. generally a released soul by a soul released by exorcism. Really, in particular. Hmm. That's cool. I'd never heard of that one. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Or Post Malone. He's a. Moment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Josh tried to save it. Couldn't. Couldn't save it. Josh, thank you for the pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that guy. I, I, <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Every show. Um all right. That was that was number that 10. Was, that was number 10. Nice start. That's pretty, is it, what, before you go to number 9, is there any expiration date on on the curse of Post Malone? Is there, you know, is it until death or is it until, you know, he says seven Hail Marys or whatever? Is there is there a way to get out of it? Not that we know of. I guess he's no. cursed forever, but... Uh... <laughs> this is a pretty sticky curse. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not aware of any way that you can break the deb- the debuck box uh, curse. It's You just live with it forever. Could it be like that, Ron? I don't remember the name of the movie, so forgive me here, but there was a movie where the time is on my side. That song was part. Of, was kind of a key to the movie, and it was a demon that was possessing bodies and then they would touch another person and would immediately transfer to that person and then they would start singing that oh I'm not going to do it again I wonder if it's like that I wonder if Post Malone can somehow cast his Dibok Dibok curse by touch touching I imagine he's touched somebody since then but you know (laughs) he's probably touched a lot of girls (laughs) women women (laughs) touched a lot of women good save good save so uh, we actually in in their box in their debox <laughs> I Sorry. knew I was going to wrap in there somewhere. Uh, I had to. So, uh, just a, a quick question: something we tend to ask, and we didn't tonight. 
Um, just got a reminder from Discord. Thank you. Is there a twist to your list? Is there... Um, now, sometimes on the show we'll Ooh. do you know, like uh, made up entry or something to that effect. Is if, there a twist? If there is, you don't have to tell us the twist. You can just say if it's present, and then if you want to give details about it, you can tell us the details or save it for the end. That's up to you. Uh, or not. That's fine too. Yeah. No. Uh, most of our shows don't have a twist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we did not prepare a twist. Awesome. That's fine. Uh, we uh, we apologize. No. <laughs> it's no. It's okay. Most of the time we don't either. We are truthful. We are two truthful little boys. And. <laughs> this uh, is- this is two truths and another truth. <laughs> and then seven we're more truths. Truth or dare, and we're only picking truth. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Cool. 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 Um, we, we should we should we go on to number nine? Yeah, number, you guys want to number nine? We, no, we want to hear number uh, three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, go ahead, number All nine. Right. Hit us with it. Here we go, number nine. This one is that Beyonce is older than she claims to be. Dun, dun, dun. Hold your applause. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, pick your jaws up, fellas. Because yeah. this is a big one. Yeah. Well, wait till you hear what we have to say about it, boys. <laughs> uh, Beyonce might be actually older than she says she is. Allegedly, Beyonce's birthday is September fourth, nineteen eighty one. Oh. But Beyonce's dad, Matthew Knowles, said a few years ago during a radio interview that Beyonce is the same age as the singer Pink, who was born in nineteen seventy nine. Two years. Before Bay's stated birthday. Um, adding some more fuel to this raging conspiracy fire <laughs> is that uh, Gabrielle Union, uh, she's still married to Dane, Dwayne Wade? Yes. No. I think yeah, so. Still- <laughs> Ron had that ready to go. He knew that answer quick. Yeah. Ron must be a, I heat follow, a Heat fan. I follow NBA, I follow Heat. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Oh. What's Dwayne Wade been up to? Uh, not much. <laughs> just he's yeah, doing yeah. Well, if no, you hear from him again, Ron, you just, just let him know I'm asking. On, uh, I think, TNT. <laughs> Plug bell for Dwayne Wade. I'm, I'm not plugging <laughs> bell, Dwayne Wade, no. Plug bell for banging Gabrielle Union. <laughs> I plug, the, there you go. Right, I'll, I'll give it a half. Okay, good enough. So, <laughs> wow. So Gabrielle Union said that she and Beyonce have been friends since they were teenagers, even though Gabrielle was born in 1972. It's quite a difference. What's going on here, guys? It's a nine-year gap. That's even it's older. A nine-year gap. Yeah. That's... Now Beyonce said Beyonce gave birth to Solange as as a teen, and the 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 that's that's another part of the theory, right, Andy? That right. Is that she gave birth to Solange as a teen, who is Solange Knowles is her sister. Yeah. But the conspiracy is saying that she actually gave birth to her as a teenager and is actually forty-four. Yeah. And this was said by a former Columbia Records employee. Of course, that's Beyonce's label. So. This employee allegedly's got the goods. Beyonce's actually forty-four and gave birth to Solange. Yeah. So Man. they're saying her friend is considered her. Do- the conspiracy behind that is that her friend is her daughter. Uh, that her that her sister. Her, is her I, mean, I, mean, I meant her sister. My apologies. Yeah, right. yeah. Her sister is. I her assume daughter. that they're friends. Huh. <laughs> wow. S- yeah. Sister. Ron, daughter. any word on if uh, Beyonce is still friends with her sister or any of the other members of Destiny's Child, Ron? Uh, and you're hanging out with no, Beyonce. No, sorry. I don't, I don't have any intimate knowledge on that. Uh, <laughs> well, if you do talk to Beyonce, can you just let her know that Andy and I gave her a call uh, we've been asking about? I will. I will. We keep uh, calling uh, her last time number. I talked to her, she said, put a ring on it. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Beyonce. Oh, my goodness. So, so I got more questions. It's not a very. This is not. A, I mean, this is. I don't think one that Andy and I are by for even a second because it makes 
kind of no sense to us. Yeah, this is definitely um, a plausible quantum scenario as well. <laughs> Ooh, nice reference. In case you don't know what that is, go check out uh, Mr. Bunker's podcast because they've got a scale of plausibility. And uh, that right. is one of the scales of the plausibility. Now, there could be... So, I was born in 79. Wait, let me just hit the, hit the old, old man button. <clears throat> so, that puts me at 40. So, you're the same age as Pink. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Uh, she's, wow. she's my womb mate. Get it? Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I'm a father. Wah, wah. Um, They're but the, twins. So, back in the late 70s, there wasn't exactly, and even early 80s, there wasn't a lot of technology in the medical profession to keep track of birth records and stuff like that, especially in remote locations like where I was born in Boone, North Carolina. It, there's, a, you know, the mountains, good old mountains of North Carolina. There's not really... Even today, I don't think they have one computer in the whole hospital. But um, no, I'm kidding anybody from Boone. I love that love that place. Uh, but there's a possibility. So you guys, before I continue this rant, you the two of you know that I'm I love dump, jumping into the conspiracies. If there's a modicum yeah. of a possibility of truth, I might be on board. So in this yeah. case. We love it. Well, you are a Republican, so. so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm independent, sir. I'm independent. Non-party affiliate is what my voter registration card says. Um, Mine as well. <laughs> no, Ron. My Back voter registration box. card says, do not accept checks from this man. <laughs> I could almost believe that she's two years older than, than she claims um, yeah, I, I mean, believe I guess that. claiming that her sister is actually her daughter that she that's, has as a teen is a little bit scandalous. That's and, the weird but, one, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't, she's a little bit older than she says to be. It's like, okay, <laughs> very cool. She's still fucking Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She's still great, and she's still irrelevant. So, <laughs> you should, I'm still very rich. <laughs> very, very rich. <laughs> I, are you, so in this, if this spoils something later in the show, just, you know, tell me to, to shut up and color. But uh, there's a lot of conspiracy around Beyonce being part of, you know, a, a an Illuminati of sorts type of Ooh. type of group. Is that mm-hmm. is that portrayed anything into your guys' research for for Beyonce's age? Hmm. You know, I don't think that there's so much a. Obviously, there are those those claims that like Beyonce and and Jay Z are part of like secret society or they've become part of the Illuminati. But I don't know that the age the age one seems almost completely to me at least completely separate from the Illuminati secret society kind of conspiracy or the lizard people type of conspiracy. Right. It's sort of like a, an aside thing, which it's kind of weird that it even caught on. But there was some, you know, it's one of these things that kind of catches on the internet. Um, you know, there's all this stuff that we mentioned. There was speculation about. Beyonce's first group girls time uh, being actually from a decade earlier because one of the supposedly one of the people in girls time you could look up and find that she was actually 10 years older than she claimed she was but if you google it there's you can't find that you can only find things referring to a person saying that right so there's no you know it's one of those things where it's like it's out there on google and it's like it's not <laughs> <laughs> although maybe google changed the link Google changing stuff on the internet has uh, has uh, that's a whole conspiracy. That's of terrifying. Its own. You might you yeah. might have to duck duck go that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good reference, man. Holy uh. shit. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, yeah, I just... See, that's I, our, you can tell we're into the conspiracies. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy. All right. I just wanted to know if that had any tie-in to this at all, because that, that's a big rampant side of the conspiracy side of Beyonce and Jay-Z is the... The Illuminati, yeah. the triangle, the We're, always yeah. see, seeing eye or whatever right. the hell it is. The the Satanist in Illuminati imagery and the music yep. videos and whatnot. Um, we'll say this. We did a very grounded list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. We did a very grounded list. So it's a lot of, uh, yeah, with a lot of like big name references. So We're going for the celebrity pull on this. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Um. Well, shall we move on to number eight? Uh, is there any uh, other, uh, I mean, do we, should we take all of this Beyonce conspiracy, put it in a box to the left, and move on? Oh, oh nice. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to see Beyonce's box, yes, please. Oh, is that not the question? Oh, okay, well. Anywhere, to the left, to the right, wherever <laughs> she wants to show it. <sighs> well, I'm sorry, we, we didn't come prepared, yeah, for that part of the show. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't have to break into my stash of celebrity nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten celebrity boxes. <laughs> a, that'd be a good episode. It'd be a very strange episode because yeah. all three of us would be in here. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. Carry on. Well, you, you number gotta, eight. Number eight. You got to <laughs> rein us in no, sometimes, Ron. gentlemen. You, you, if you've listened to any of our shows, you know we will tangent like hardcore tangenting. So you got to rein us in. This is your uh, show. Is, so you take over. We just say, all right, I'm, I'm this pulling is like it a down. blind leading the blind here. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't stay on track either. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, Ron, Adam, I think you're going to like this next one. Uh, and I think this is going to give you a little bit of what you want. But you fuck Josh. <laughs> but no, Josh, you won't like this at all. Josh, you're going to hate this. Yeah. Cover your ears, Josh. Uh. <laughs> so let's move on. Let's go to number eight. Jim Morrison is still alive. Ooh. What? Would he be like 130? Nah. He would be like 70-something. <laughs> now, Adam, Ron, Jim Morrison, famous for exposing his penis during shows. That's so. true. A lot of people have seen his penis. You guys are obsessed with these celebrity nudes. We got some right here for <laughs> you. Right, well, uh, I'll pass. Give those to Josh. <laughs> All the dick pics All always right. go to Josh. All right, Josh, Jim Morrison penis incoming. All right, perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so so Jim Morrison died, supposedly, on July 3rd, 1971 in Paris. Uh, the official story, if you will, is that Jim passed away in his bathtub. Rub-a-dub-dub, Jim Morrison died in the tub. <laughs> the cause of death? Officially ruled natural heart failure. But that's interesting, right? Because they never performed an autopsy. Uh, a doctor came to his apartment that he shared with his girlfriend, Pam, and pretty much said, yeah, he died of heart failure. And they never checked further into it. Um, but there's a lot of speculation that Jim didn't die in the bathtub, but that he might have OD'd at a rock club. Um, so... There's a little bit to go on for this one. Marianne Faithful, the the singer, the actress, the uh, one-time girlfriend of Mick Jagger, um, said that her boyfriend at the time, Jean de Bretouille, gave Jim Morrison the heroin that ultimately killed him. Um, and this story was kind of uh, supported by Sam Burnett, who was uh, the manager at the time of the Parisian Rock and Roll Circus Club. Um, he said Jim didn't die in his apartment was brought back to the apartment by drug dealers who worked for Jean de Bertrille after he overdosed in the bathroom at the Rock and Roll Circus. 
Huh. So it's a cover up. The rumored to be a cover up at this point. This, yeah, this is like a two prong conspiracy. Uh, part one that he wasn't actually dying, didn't actually die in his bathtub. That he OD'd at the somewhere else and was placed in the bathtub. And then part two is that he's not actually dead at all. That he faked his death. Um, just to get away from fame, which is that'll be a recurring theme yes, throughout this that's list. That's a very recurring theme. We'll say that. Um, there is a a YouTuber who claims that he found uh, the living Jim Morrison, uh, who is now a homeless poet in New York City. Um, this YouTuber calls this uh, this homeless guy Morrison, uh, and the man sometimes sings songs or s- says poems uh, for the camera. And so maybe that's Jim Morrison, but there's also a rumor that Jim Morrison actually moved to Oregon, <gasps> changed his name to Bill Lawyer, what, and then opened the Jim Morrison Sanctuary in wow. Oregon. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. Hmm? There is huh? so much to unravel with this. So first things first. <laughs> All right. The the initial. The initial piece is, oh, sacre bleu, we have a dead celebrity, uh, throw him in the tub. That That's the the first part. Okay, that's that, that's right almost now. a believable type of, and sorry, I butchered Pretty the French plausible. little joke there, but that's almost a believable conspiracy. But the other side of this, the still alive, and then opened a, 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 a what'd you say, a memorial or a, tr- a tribute facility for in himself? Oregon. In the uh, the Jim Morrison Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Uh, it's, it's like a nature type of sanctuary yeah. in Oregon. Right. I almost find that one I more mean, hard to believe <laughs> than the than well, him yeah. being killed and thrown into a tub in his hotel so the drug dealers didn't get in trouble in the club. Man. I mean, if you're trying to trying to escape fame, it seems like a bad move to change your name and then open a facility, <laughs> public place, in with your old name. It's called Bottom. hiding in plain seems sight. Seems like that wouldn't... Get people to make the association. Hey, uh, Bill, you ever, you ever, you ever, anyone ever tell you kind of look like Jim Morrison? Oh, why would you ever say that? <laughs> As he brings his hat lower on his head and yeah. kind of puts on his sunglasses and turns around. Yeah, he's trying to trying to fix the giant novelty mustache he has on. It's like falling off. He's like, oh, no, 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 what you're talking about? You sure do expose your penis a lot. <laughs> wearing those tight leather pants. Uh, I mean, I don't know. The resemblance is kind of uncanny. How much heroin do you do? <laughs> All right, sanctuary's closed. Uh, nice. All right, oh. so I, I looked it up because I was curious. Jim Morrison, born December 8th, 1943. Means he would be 77 <laughs> years old. The, yeah, as of today, he'd be in his seventies. Very plausible. He could still be alive. But what is what the real thing I'm building up towards is that I just learned he was born in Melbourne. Yes, yeah, he's he's he was born in Melbourne, Florida. In this, in, yeah, he went to Melbourne. And he's High a hometown. School. Yeah, he's a hometown boy. I had no idea. Well, yeah, that hilarious. Here. Yes, cool. That's yeah. a that's about that. thirty to forty five minutes south of where we're recording right now. Yeah, it's like a, it's one oh, town away from where me and Josh live. Yeah, we're gonna drive through Melbourne to get home tonight. Yes, we are. The birthplace of Jim Morrison. We might be misleading our guest hosts tonight. Don't think Brevard County, Florida, is a nest for celebrities. The other one is Tosh Point Oh. No, we've got here. We've got Carrot Top, motherfucker. You're not helping my case at all. Whoa! And then we've got some super duper swimsuit model too. Hold on, I'll find her. I don't remember her name. Of course you will, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. Oh, Ron, I've got it right here dog. on this restraining order. Her name is... 
Uh, hold on, I'll find her. I do like that Ron has so many restraining orders, he has to search through them. <laughs> he has a Rolodex I have cataloged in, in my computer. He's got a portable database that he has oh, access to. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Ron, Ron has to use the same uh, software they use in court systems to uh, organize all the restraining orders. <laughs> Password protected, of course. Holy shit. So Bill Lawyer, I just pulled up a uh, Google image search for Bill Lawyer. Um, Why? <laughs> I wanted to see what he looked like compared to what Jim Morrison ah. looked like. The dude is pretty close to oh, he, an appearance. He does kind of look like him. Yeah, you can definitely there. There is some resemblance there. I, I mean, I will admit, I think I think Bill Lawyer probably looks more like Jim Morrison than Morrison, the uh, the poet from New York City. Oh, the old guy. In my opinion, yeah. I think I see that guy too. Man, that's kind of uncanny, dude. That's. That is that that is not a stretch. The cheekbones, especially, wow. are what are just kind of an astonishing appearance to me. Because that is, hang on, let me zoom this in for the guys here in studio. And if we were high fashioned and fancy, we would have our big TV up on the wall. Ron, take a look at this. It said it's just sitting on the ground next to me because we Jim, haven't hung it up yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jim Morrison's <laughs> on the left, and Bill Lawyer is on the far right. And that shows like a transition between uh, the two. I can see your license hanging from your wallet better than I can see that thing on your <laughs> phone, but that's okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, by the way, Absolutely Kate Upton roasted. is from Melbourne as well. Thank you very much. Whoa. Super hot. Jeez, yeah. there's so many celebs. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, and Daryl Hammond from Saturday Night Live used to do the Bill Clinton all the person. Oh yeah, he went to Mel High as well. Comedy. Yeah, see, so we got a couple hanging around. Probably not as many as they have in Chicago. Comedy. But I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This was not uh, Andy. I think at the end of the day, Andy and I were both in agreement that uh, Jim Morrison was a bit of a narcissist, and I don't think if he was alive, he would uh, let it let it go for that long before he had to come back into the spotlight. Uh, I think he was a troubled guy, had a lot of demons, and honestly, the the OD story somewhat. I think I don't remember what we what score we gave it, but we were probably plausible on it. Yeah, and if you if you want to check out the uh, the YouTuber who thinks Jim is still alive, uh, the YouTuber's uh, handle is Broken Star. It's with two Ks. Broken Star. Uh, you mentioned you guys. So, you just said this. You did an episode on it. What was that episode called? Uh, I think this one was part of a roundup of conspiracies yes. related to music, and I think we called it. More music conspiracies, because we. All right, cool. Yeah. Parentheses, Jim Morrison, and then maybe other things that we yeah. might mention later. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with that. One of these days, one of these supposed deaths that people say, "Oh, they think they faked their death," it's going to turn out to be true. One of these days, sometime, we're yeah. 25 years one down the way, going to find out that so and so we thought was dead was alive. It's going to happen eventually. Don't know when or who, but eventually it's going to happen. Yeah, you're right about the old guy in New York. He's that's a stretch. I mean, if if it is Jim Morrison, mm-hmm. then the beard is grown out uh, to cover up a lot of those facial features. But it doesn't. The eyes just don't look the same. That Bill Lawyer guy or whatever his name was. That's almost that's almost spot on for for that conspiracy. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, that, that one's. I'll be, <laughs> I think I'll be, we, I think we got our hooks and Adam on this oh, one. Yeah. Hooks and Adam on this one. <laughs> that ain't hard though. You you wink at me or throw me <laughs> a little bit of flirty conversation and you've got me. So you guys uh Ooh, okay, got me boy. a long time ago. <laughs> well um that was number eight boys. That was Jim Morrison. And a countdown rolls on there we go. With number seven.
Avril Lavigne might be a clone. What? <laughs> give me. I want one. Hang on. Give me one. <laughs> yeah, do we, where do we sign up? Take my credit card. Take my money. Oh, 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 oh wow. wow. Okay, got a couple of skater boys in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's our generation. Now, this is my kind who, of music. Who, this who is was Avril Lavigne? I, I never heard of her. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, Adam, why do you have to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> All right, those are the two songs. That's it. That's all I know. Uh, Avril Lavigne might have died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa. (laughs) It's always a Melissa. Melissa Lavigne? Melissa, Melissa Lavigne. Avril uh, apparently hired a a, a lookalike a long time ago named uh, Melissa Vandal to help confuse the paparazzi and other overbearing fans at the height of her fame. Um, and then shortly after writing and recording sessions for her sophomore album, Under My Skin, uh, shortly after those began, uh, Levine's grandfather passed away, and you know the combination of that pressure and plus the pressure of recording an album, a sophomore album, to you know, and she's she's this worldwide star and she's so famous, it just got to her, and uh, it, it led to her depression and eventual suicide. But the record label, oh, there's these greedy record labels. You know how they, they're just, they love money. When they got a hit, they just, much like we have our talons and Adam's tender behind, <laughs> they put their, yeah, that's right. And then we put, we, they put their talons into their stars and they just milk them dry. Um, the record label then uh, was like, all right, well, fuck it. We'll just have Melissa take over for, uh, for Avril. I like that you went with talons for milking. (laughs) Have you ever been to a farm, Andy? Like a falcon milking a cow or something. (laughs) Okay. I'd pay to see that. And your point is? I mean, sure, I'm imagining it a lot at night when I close my eyes. (laughs) Well, I'm saying that's how they do it out on the farm. Okay. You wouldn't know, city boy. Well, how else would an eagle uh, milk a cow with its beak? Come on, talons is the only way to go. Yeah. (laughs) Andy? You dummy. Sorry. I met my girlfriend at FarmersOnly.com, so I'll ask her. Hold on one second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love this game. All right, so now, now oh, I got to look at I got to look at these two. You said Here's her the... name was Melissa Fuller, is that right? That's right. Melissa look, Vandal. You can look Vandal. up, just look up Avril Lavigne clone, and, and, and theorists have a ton of, I mean, it is hard evidence. Like, for example, if you compare... A picture to Avril Lavigne when she was like a teenager at the height of her fame to what she looks like now. She looks a little bit different. <laughs> Can you believe that? She's got like a, her nose might be a little bit different. She might have a pimple on, on one photo and no pimples on the other photo. And uh, I, honestly, that is the bulk of the evidence is like crappy photos taken of Avril Lavigne when she was a teenager because she was a she was famous when she was a teenager. That's when her all of her big hits were. Um, but, uh, comparing them to how Avril Lavigne looks now as like a 30 something year old person, uh, possibly Josh even... will look that up for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh I'm, will look that up big time. I'm also looking up Avril Lavigne photos. I just, I got tangented into some other categories. Um, but no, I, I <laughs> I'm sure I, you did. I do see. So celebrities, especially celebrities that are in the eye of the, the, the paparazzi carry a certain, most of them, not all of them carry a certain level right. of vanity to maintain appearance. So that puts them through multiple plastic surgeries, multiple remodifications of themselves and their body. Um, but there's some things you can't it. change like placement of eyes and the, the, the camber of the eye in the eye socket, like how it's 
kind of positioned in the eye socket. Yeah, God, he's getting all Adam on us well, again. <laughs> thought we talked about this guy. <laughs> it's true. So there's a side-by-side that shows a younger Avril Lavigne with you know kind of a brunette hair and obviously a younger facial feature look, and then an older Avril Lavigne that with blonde hair with just heavier makeup and what is obviously some plastic surgery, or at least it looks like it. Photoshopping, but probably. <laughs> there, it, it doesn't... I don't know. So the lips are one of the things that you can reshape with plastic surgery. But what you can't replace with plastic surgery is kind of the placement of the of the, the teeth inside the head. Not, not like the location of the teeth, but the jawbone and how the, the facial structure works. I don't know. This one I might actually not be on board with. It, it kind of looks like her, guys. It, it, the, the eyes look wow. too close to each other in both yeah, of that before and after. She's got the same exact eyes. Um, I mean, the nose might be a smooch different, but... You know, and there's also lighting. There's, yeah. the, you know, the different quality of the cameras, the photoshopping. The um, there's a lot of different things that involve, uh, you know, these 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 two photos. And um, I don't think uh, Avril Lavigne had some big hits, but I she mean, had some big. Honest. She had some big what? I, did, I missed that. <laughs> I was nice. busy. Just, just, I'm just kidding. Put <laughs> your dick away, Adam. Oh, not Jim Morrison. <laughs> Zip it back up. Jesus. This is turning into a very erotic show. <laughs> Lord, we have an effect on people. <laughs> Especially fat dads in They're Florida. for us, right? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> um, no, I just, I don't buy this one at all. This one I think I am uh, case closed on, actually, is, 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 the, is the verdict I would give on this one. <laughs> yeah. Case closed. There's, I'm sorry. Like, you can't, you can't even, like, cut in line at the grocery store without people in the parking lot hearing about it. Like, there's no way... Somebody that prolific, even you know what this arguably minorly prolific against some of the other names on this list already, can just disappear, and like this whole other person's life would just have to ghost, and like not a single one of her friends went on social media was like, where the fuck is Melissa? Fuck her or her yeah or her family or anything. Oh, that's a good point. I was even considering Melissa. How come Melissa isn't gone missing? Missing, you know, considered a (laughs) a missing person. Exactly. That's Meanwhile, a great she's, point, Josh. Uh, this girl yeah. Melissa's just chilling in California. She's like, "I'm fuck. I'm right here, guys. Here. It's not me. Obviously, I'm. I'm here. <laughs> I'm pregnant. I'm not that person you're seeing." Huh. Cool. Yeah. I like. I like that one. I Case like it closed. mostly because I got to look at Avril Lavigne photos. She's a pretty lady. Let's preface this next one by saying. Uh, this one caused Andy and I to get a little heated with each other. <laughs> yeah, we it it came to blows, and I, this is this is. This is where the list sort of takes a uh, turning point, I think. Yeah. Uh, this is where it really ratchets up in the fame of the conspiracy itself. Big time. Not just the people involved. Um, so let's keep it rolling. Let's go to number six. Boy. Number six. Stevie Wonder isn't blind. Yes. <laughs> I've heard this one before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. See, this is this one is this one is more um, a kind of a more popular. Oh yeah. Um, theory. So there are some people. Uh, including other mu- musicians who think Stevie Wonder, the uh, world famous, world famous uh, Grammy award winning, platinum record artist, yeah. uh, platinum yeah. recording artist, one of the most gifted musicians uh, of any age. Of any age. Um, so Stevie Wonder, famously blind uh, since childhood, famously blind, famously blind. Some people think hmm, not so much. Who who um, who thinks Millie Vanilli? sorry (laughs) Uh, very very dated uh, joke 
We'll get back to you when we talk to them. Sorry, Ron. You can just blame that on the rain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. Nice. Wow. Very good. Nice. Wow. Very nice. So um, there's some evidence for this, actually. And you might have seen some of this before. Um, first of all, at a party, uh, Stevie Wonder playfully choked boy George. He, he, he like, he... Walked walked right up to him, the like room. across the room, right up to him. Apparently, as Boy George claims, yeah, and pay- playfully choked. Well, to the de- as you do with your friends. To the defense of Boy George in this situation, even a blind guy can see that much like uh, glamour coming across the room. <laughs> it is Boy George. Wow, right here. wow. yeah, wow. George, blinding yeah. light, even to the blind. Um, <laughs> but that's you know, Boy George says, "How did Stevie know I was there?" That's what he said. How did he know where my neck was? That's right. How could he have done this? And why did it feel so good? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's more evidence. Um, There is a somewhat famous video of Stevie Wonder performing in the East Room at the White House. Uh, It's him and Paul McCartney are on stage together. And Sir Paul um, makes a move to go to another part of the stage and accidentally kicks a mic stand on his way. And the mic falls over. Stevie seamlessly catches the microphone yeah without missing a beat yeah um so obviously and this is a you can watch this video i mean there's video footage he doesn't only Uh, catch it he ninja snags this fucking thing out of air i mean it it's on its way down and stevie just immediately reacts to grab this thing like this peripheral vision kicked in or non-vision whatever you want to call it and then, fuck, he snagged this fucking thing out of mid. That was an awesome and, video. The weird part is the video was shot by Ray Charles. <laughs> Edited by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird fact about that video. <laughs> yeah, now that you mentioned it, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, some other evidence. Um <laughs> Stevie often sits uh, courtside at Lakers games. Why does he need to do that? <laughs> you could sit anywhere. Why does Stevie got to go to the games live? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> um, there's also allegations that uh, Stevie Wonder used a camera to take a photo of Michael Jackson. Uh, I don't know how he could figure that one out but huh i have my eyes i don't know how to use a camera <laughs> if it's not attached to a phone i have no idea what i'm yeah. doing <laughs> and one of the leading proponents of the stevie wonder is not blind camp is um sports media personality bomani jones sports i know jones, yeah bomani i know bomani jones. jones uh bomani well, i mean why isn't he returning our calls, Ron? Uh, he's very busy. Yeah, get us an interview. What the oh, fuck? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> he's very busy on ESPN. I think he's still on ESPN. Sure. <laughs> People still watch ESPN. <laughs> well, Bomani, Bomani really believes Stevie Wonder's not blind. He's really into it. Um, and he has made the claim that Stevie Wonder was trying hard to get on Dancing with the Stars, uh, which, according to Bomani, why would anyone blind want to be on Dancing with the Stars? Um, but then... <laughs> Jesus Bomani has other Christ. evidence because he says he knows a guy who sold three plasma TVs to Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Why would Stevie Wonder need a TV? Shouldn't he be more concerned with the audio system than the 
picture quality. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> so Bomani Jones has a lot of hard-hitting evidence. Oh, you can, Bomani Jones. You can really Jones. see the journalism coming yeah. through. <laughs> and, and honestly, Andy and I were a bit split on this one. I was shocked to learn that Andy was uh, somewhat was like, you know what? I think this one might be true. <laughs> and I was it's a really unusual uh, setup for the two of us. That Art doesn't believe something, and I kind of do. Yeah. I, so if, as far as we're concerned here, I don't know about Ron and Josh. I'll let them speak for themselves on this one. However... Oh, thanks. The, <laughs> fucker. Uh, I, if this is true, all that that does for me would make me appreciate that artist that much more because not only is he an amazing musician <laughs> recording artist, but he's also an amazing actor that never drops character. If that's the case, <laughs> dude, that is... Uh, fucking props you carry that to your yeah. grave good on you yeah. that that's a hell of a good show but uh i, I kind of i want to believe it i am dead in the middle on this because some of those things that they've caught on on f- film i mean the, the catching the mic stand that one's hard to explain however a lot of the other ones it's <laughs> sorry yo go ahead sorry i was li- i was reading some of bomani jones tweets about stevie wonder Oh, I searched shit. it on Twitter. Yeah, seriously. He's like obsessed with this shit. Some of the other ones. He calls himself a Stevie Wonder truther. Like he seriously thinks he's, <laughs> he's like a flat earther for yes, Stevie Wonder. Yes. <laughs> he is seriously. He even tweet, hey, he goes, hey, look, Stevie Wonder in front row for the fight. He's like all kinds of tweets. That's hilarious. I never knew that about him, too, because I've listened to watched a lot of Bomani Jones. Never knew that about him. Some of the other things are, are easy to, you know, pass off, like like the taking a picture of Michael jackson okay i got it somebody could just hand him a camera and say hey this is a camera take a picture right you know that that's different but things that require attention like hugging somebody and focus direct to that person or catching a mic stand or reacting to lights like i've seen some other videos where or maybe it was photos or stories or something where he had reactions to lights being turned on so there there's it i'm dead in the middle on this one i i love it either way if he's not if he is blind and he never, you know, all this is just a conspiracy, then cool. The guy's still an amazing person. If he is able to see, then he's even more cool to me because he pulled this off for yeah, so many years. That's one of the best, he biggest ruses ever yeah. pulled off in the history of uh, <laughs> our country that Stevie 100%. Wonder isn't blind, can see the think? whole time. What do, you, what do you think on that one? Just based on what we talked about right now. I don't know. I just, I watched the video of him catching the mic stand. Yeah, kind of catching. Oh, man. It just like landed on his forearm. I, I think know, if I heard somebody like trip his hand was there and it kind oh, of fell. Oh, like It wasn't like he went yeah. for a 10-yard pass and caught it. You know what I'm saying? It was just like kind of fell into his hand. I feel like, you know, maybe he's Daredevil. Maybe just by <laughs> night he just uses his super ultrasonic oh. hearing. You just started a new, uh, <laughs> a new conspiracy. You heard it here, number five. <laughs> he's, a, he's a crime. He's a crime fighter. <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Well, fellas, so far, so we're gonna go into break, but so far this is a fucking awesome. list. Awesome. Yeah, it's a fun list. Definitely. Hell yeah. yeah. Glad you guys are like it. It's going to ramp up quick. Yeah. This is going to get. What, what, we're going to go. What was it that hard. you guys were fighting about? You said you guys like about came to blows on this, on the Stevie Wonder thing. Like one of you believes that this is possibility. One of you does not. Explain that, Ron. I'll tell you uh, what Did they for Ron. real? Yeah, they I, did. Oh, man. Sorry. I was like. <laughs> well, so what happens to me sometimes. Art, sorry. And, Andy, Art and Andy, what Wait, you guys what? don't know <laughs> is that when Ron in studio looks at his phone. That's it. I hear or see nothing something, else. Something happens where his headphones just cut off and he hears no more of the show. So that was happening when you guys were giving your explanations of your stories. Oh, oh man. Ron did it again. Ron, Listeners right so now are like, what the fuck? Bomani the dude just said though. that, bro. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, never mind. I'll go back and listen well, to the show. <laughs> no, Ron serves a very valuable purpose, and that is to look up Amani Jones tweets whenever they are relevant. <laughs> and it just happened yes. that they were relevant tonight uh, and only tonight. Oh, uh, nice. Um, well, hey, so before we go into a break, we're going to hear a little Trufonic we got coming up. Um, if you guys, uh, you know, looking to represent a show, if you're having a good time, you're liking it, we got our merch portion back up on the site. That's up and working again. So twisted10.com shop we, or dot com slash shop. Twisted10.com slash shop. I can read. Uh, I don't know. We got hats and we got shirts and duffel bags. We got all kinds of cool shit in there. Awesome coffee mug. Got a cool coffee mug. Um, yeah, some cool shit in there. Um, and for any of the listeners here that happen to come to us from the Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast, hop into Discord, say hello. Uh, just let us know where you came from and, you know, we'd appreciate that. Hey, and before we go, I wanted to mention that... Did, our merch store is back up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break in studio. Uh, you're going to listen to a little bit of What's True. This is a brand, well, it's not brand new, but it's new to our listeners. Uh, new single from Trufonic. So we'll be back in just a few minutes after the break.
Special guest hosts this week, Art and Andy from Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. And throwing some love into Discord a little bit, we've got some attention from their bunk funkers hanging out in Discord with us. So uh, listen into the show recorded live. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Hell yeah. Um, and let's see, that was uh, uh, that was Trufonic. You said the name of the song before the break. What's True? And it's spelled... What's- W-H-A-T apostrophe S, of course, but true, T-R-U, like uh, their... Like the band. Like their band name. T-R-U yeah. space P-H-O-N-I-C. Yeah, we're we're in the future, we're going to have these guys come in, and we're going to do a uh, a free Discord show, where basically we're going to record some video of them playing some instrumental stuff here in studio, and uh, we may even get a premiere, like a world premiere of their newest album here on the show, so yeah, that should be kind of wow. fun. Wow. Very cool. There you go. All right. So what we usually do when we come back from a break is we ask the host to recap the 10 through 6, just not not the whole show, just just the, the titles of what each one of the 10 through 6 right. were to kind of get us back in that, get us back in that mood, get us back in that, that zone again. So if you guys can, recap us for, for 10 through 6. All right. So here we go with the list, 10 through 6, number 10, Post Malone is Cursed. Mm. Number nine, Beyonce's older than she says and might be her sister's mother. <laughs> that sounds weird saying it, hearing, hearing it come out. Number eight, Jim Morrison maybe died at a in a bathroom that wasn't his own and might be still alive. <laughs> that one's the most plausible. Just going to throw that out there. Number seven, Avril Lavigne is a clone. And number six, Stevie Wonder isn't blind. I, I'm going to go with that one as the most plausible so far. You like that one? Wow. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's, again, there's no bad there. If he is blind, yeah. 
Oh, all right. So I'm, root, I'm actually rooting for it. I'm you want him to be? De- I'm rooting for. I'm going to add it to the deathbed confessions. I'm going to do another ten deathbed confessions. Stevie Wonder says he wasn't blind the whole time, like right the Loch Ness monster, and then he <laughs> doesn't <originator>. die. <laughs> and then he doesn't die. Uh, he so, fakes his death as well as his sight. Yes. So, so Andy and Arts, we have references a few times the bunker scale. Uh, are you yeah. good? Are you good with me throwing that in our Discord so they can kind of see sure. what we're talking about? And yeah, maybe just at a high level, if you could just give a breakdown for those listening in their cars at high speed on the highway, um, kind of right. just kind of what that is because we've kind of thrown some yeah. pretty silly terms out without context. Well, uh, you're wrong there, Josh. They're not silly terms. <laughs> the bunker scale <laughs> is cool. a highly scientific. This is very. This has been validated by top level scientists. Uh, it's a scale of plausibility. Um, it's very official, and um, we use it. And uh, it, it goes from uh, one end to, to another end, like a scale <laughs> does. And so it starts with the the least plausible end. Am I explaining this right? Are you are you following me? No, it starts with case closed, right? If, if, if you don't believe a, a topic at all, you say case closed. There's no way this is true. This is total bull. Nothing is going on there. And then it slowly slides up until you hit um, case confirmed, which means 100% without a doubt in my mind, if if I had to, like, you know, hand on the Bible, gun to my head, whatever it is, in court, yes, this is true. I believe it without a shred of doubt. But, of course, because Andy and I are uh, non-confrontational and afraid to commit to anything in life, <laughs> we have to have... Tons of areas in between that we've created over the over the years. So uh, you've got you know plausible plus plus, plausible plus and a half, <laughs> plausible highly plausible, very plausible. <laughs> you know it's like then we've done like a ton of science based ones for the negative end. It's very scientific. Yeah, you, yeah, you'll notice that you know the color the the scale gradiates in color from green. The most green is case confirmed, and then the most red is case closed. And you'll notice that there are there are a few things in the green end, but there's a lot, lot more <laughs> yeah. on the red end, especially clustered at the very end of the scale where we wouldn't go completely case closed. Ron, they have one called Plausible Quark, which to you would be like the term, I was as close as a cunt hair. Gotcha. Why would that just be to me? Oh, I don't know. We, we talked about pubes earlier, so it kind of ties in. Oh, okay. Understood. Quark, like <laughs> um, like the anatomy of a of a, an atom, right? A quark. Correct. The wow. subatomic particle of a uh, yes. sub-subatomic particle? Subatomic particle, Sub-sub- that would be it correct. It is yes. subatomic. Yes. Okay. And there's actually a layer below quarks now. Quarks are made up of things. Ah, don't get into the string theory bullshit. Quark don't, don't go down there. <laughs> Come on, we are definitely not a string theory podcast. We are a quantum. Mini. <laughs> oh, I am a quantum this guy. This isn't the twisted thring, string theory podcast. <laughs> you guys are done, right? You're not going to give us the rest of the list now, huh? You don't <laughs> no, believe in got... string theory. We're out. Yeah, we I believe a... in the string cheese theory. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's that, my time. Tip your weight staff. That that uh, that certainly resonates with us us dads in this in this room, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, um I've interrupted you enough, so please regale us with the rest of your list. I'm excited. All right. Uh, We're gonna uh, go on to right, uh I mean, guys, feel free to judge your plausibility on each one of these yeah. topics on okay. the patented bunker Because they're about to get so very, choose. they're going to get very, These are, like we said, heavy headers are coming up. going to be some heavy headers. So let's let's get it rolling. Let's get, start with number five. 
Number five is John Lennon was actually murdered by the CIA. Ooh. If you said uh, Yoko, I'd have been there. But CIA, well, that's interesting. Not not Yoko, but uh, as as the, 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 the true story goes, uh, or supposedly true story, is that John Lennon was murdered uh, in cold blood by Mark David Chapman, um, you know, after, uh, I believe it was in uh, 19... 1980, I believe, right, Andy? If I'm if I'm right about that, um, or 81, Norm 81, one of the two, and it was uh, it was you know right after he kind of John Lennon had taken a break from music between 1975 and, and 1980 to kind of raise his son that he had with Yoko, Sean, and um, he literally stepped out of the, the spotlight, and then um, Mark David Chapman, of course, was a uh, kind of a uh, very troubled <laughs> uh, individual for uh, a lot of his life was obsessed with the book The Catcher in the Rye as well as uh, uh very some very hardcore Christian beliefs and his his obsession with The Catcher in the Rye led him to um to believe that he had to kind of uh if you're not familiar with that book you know there's a the the main character or the protagonist of the book Holden Caulfield is is obsessed with phonies and these adults who say one thing but then do another right and he believed that John Lennon had kind of become that um, you know, John Lennon famously imagine the song Imagine, but here he is living in the Dakota, this this very expensive apartment complex in right off of Central Park in Manhattan. Uh lavish life, travels all over the world, incredibly rich and famous. So um Mark David Chapman murdered him outside of his hotel, shot him with hollow point rounds out of a like a thirty eight, I think, revolver. Uh like point blank, and Lennon died shortly after. But some believe that actually Mark David Chapman wasn't aware that he was doing that. He was actually a Manchurian candidate. He was MK Ultra. Ooh. That means he was mind controlled. He was programmed specifically to go and kill John Lennon. And why? Well, it's an actual very true fact. This is the kernel of truth that John Lennon was profiled by the FBI and CIA um, through the uh, early Nixon administration in the early 1970s. It's actually true. Um, The Nixon administration uh, put John Lennon on a sort of watch list because John Lennon was, after the Beatles, started getting really involved in what would be considered uh, radical leftist politics of the time. Um, He started making friends with um, a lot of, like, uh, what's the, I'm I'm blanking on the name from the one in Michigan, Andy. Do you you have it off the top of your head? Um, The one who we sing a song about. No, I don't. Rem- no. I don't recall. The, uh, we can look it up while uh, we can look it up here in a minute. But there was a singer songwriter out of Michigan who was put in jail for like selling weed, and um, John Lennon like wrote a song for him and was like, you know, working with the Black Panther Party and like doing all this other stuff, and was very anti-war uh, publicly in a time when uh, you know a lot of people actually didn't do that, and so. The other thing that the Nixon administration did was they sent the uh, immigration department after him, tried to get him deported. After and Lennon? So, I'm sorry? They sent they they sent the immigration department after Lennon to yep. try to get him deported, yep. what, back to the UK? Yep, because huh. in the UK, John Lennon had uh, pleaded guilty to uh, possession of hash, uh, which he claims was like a like a planted thing that they planted hash on him and then... He was like, ah, I'll just take the guilty plea and the $100 fine rather than trying to fight this thing. But 
Um, at the time, in the 70s, wow. you could not uh, get a... Because uh, I think at the time, John Lennon was also... He had a green card. He was like on a visa. And so it was... Um, he was trying to get American citizenship, but you were not allowed to have that if you had like a prior drug conviction from a different country. Uh, just to call back briefly, the uh, <clears throat> the name of the guy John Lennon helped free from prison was John Sinclair. <laughs> Allegedly, John Sinclair helped yeah. free from pl- prison was John Sinclair. John Sinclair, that's right. And so... Um, pretty much, yeah, Nixon hit him with that, and then, uh, John Lennon kind of spent, like, 1972 to, like, 1975 fighting a legal battle in court, and, uh, you know, what we kind of covered with this topic, and the the things that, like, there is some kernel of truth, right? He was put on a list. Mm -hmm. Nixon was after him. Nixon, Mm -hmm. and these, there's, there's, like, official documents that talk about how John Lennon needs to be watched, former Nixon... And FBI officials have talked about that. Yeah, we we had to like keep an eye on him. His phones were tapped. He was followed in cars. Um, it's all that's all very true and documented. But the question is, would Nixon or the CIA send a Manchurian candidate to murder him five years later? That's the question. He knows yeah, seems, too much. Seems kind of like well, though that's exactly right. It seems kind of a much ado about nothing. So let's say that bit. Nixon just had a. A, a hard on for getting rid of Lenin. No, well, what no. does Lenin know? What Nixon, Lenin... Nixon was a complete paranoid maniac. He thought everyone was out to get him. He wanted to go after any person had even said one little word that was anti-Nixon. That's what Watergate was all about. He was completely paranoid. He wanted to know what information the Democratic uh, Party had on him. That's why they the whole Watergate thing went down. It is not even close to a surprise that no. Nixon... Now, killing him, that's one thing. But that he would ha- be having him followed and want to get a- get rid of him. Nixon was that way about everybody, and he would try and use the FBI or the CIA yep. or anybody he could to get his work. That's just I how he was. I understand that uh, the big war on drugs was really a Reagan era thing. Yeah, like, I, I understand yeah. that he Reagan really you know just stormed the the castles or whatever you want to call it for for the war on drugs and really got Congress to approve all of the funding that was obviously a waste of an investment and we lost that war a long time ago. However, wasn't Nixon kind of the original conception president for the war on drugs? Because prior to that, it wasn't really yeah, a little bit. There wasn't really a big focus on like we just simple drugs like weed, but also like the heavier drugs. There wasn't really a heavy focus since prohibition no. on illegal narcotics or or any of those There's, types of, um, of products. Right? Wasn't didn't correct me if I'm wrong there because. Where I'm kind of going with this is we all know that the Beatles weren't really good until White Album hit, and that's when they were all fucking baked. <laughs> so maybe there's a correlation to yeah. his hatred of drugs tied into Possibly. the Beatles' popularity there's, with there's White a, Album. There's a, there's a piece of the puzzle that I did fail to mention was that um, John Lennon and a bunch of other revolutionaries were planning this big, like, Cross country, they were going to follow Nixon on his reelection campaign in protest oh. and play like music and hippie out wherever he stopped, culminating with a giant protest of the like Republican National Convention in 1972, I want to say 73, 72. Um, and so that's the main reason why Nixon was like, I got to get this guy the fuck out of here. Let me hit him with this immigration thing. Let's go after him. And then pretty much immediately after Nixon won reelection, he 
stopped caring about John Lennon all like a hundred percent. He took well, all, he had Watergate to deal with away. at that moment. Yeah, and that was pretty much the beginning. And the end. He spent the rest of his presidency dealing with Watergate. Discord checking no, in. I, yeah, that that tracks with me. Uh, passes the smell test. Nixon killed Lennon. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he actually did. He did have some kind of speech about considering drugs a public enemy number one at some point. I don't yeah. know where yeah, he took Ron, it beyond thank that. Thank you. You're. I was gonna. I was gonna say the same thing. Uh, Nixon. Nixon made a speech in I think 1971, declared drugs public enemy number one, and that's where the that's sort of the genesis of the war on drugs is with Nixon. So, so you were right, uh, Adam, in that, yeah, that you were, you, when you were speaking sort of to a, Nixon, maybe kind of being the originator. But again, he got, once the election came, when it came and went, he just, the rest of his presidency was consumed. every president since. Consumed in Watergate. <laughs> he, could, he could do nothing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or accomplish nothing else. Yeah, you know? gotcha. And then Vietnam. I mean, between those two, forget it. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. just. He had a rough presidency. He fucked up. Got he it. But caused he caused himself rough, some of that rough presidency. Um, so, I want Ron's pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a crook. I'm not a crook. <laughs> this one's, this one's kind of hard. So. If we're going to give, is there any more information you guys want to give on that one before we give our bunker scale uh, from here, us in the studio? Uh, no, you got you got the the gist of it. Okay. Um, you know, basically, Mark David Chapman well, killed Mark, John Lennon. Here's the thing there about Mark David Chapman. Long history of, of, of mental, you know, uh, illnesses. Uh, very, you know, he, a lot of people say like, well, who, Mark David Chapman moved around. He took like this random like six week vacation out of the blue he was not like a very wealthy guy he grew up in meager means and was like working as a security guard in hawaii and then suddenly took a, like a six week vacation he went all over the world went to beirut wink wink uh where the cia had uh, a lot of things going on especially during that time uh he went to like all these different kind of random places um for like a six week vacation just traveling around so uh a lot of people point to that. But then also, you know, Mark David Chapman, long history of abuse uh, in and out of um, a few different um, um, institutions, tried to take his own life a few different occasions. And so, um, you know, you, you got you to get all the info. What year was uh, Nixon president? Like 68 to 73 or 4. I mean, whenever he resigned. Yeah. I'm not Lennon sure when he killed resigned. When? 1980. Thank you, T, for providing the exact date in the Discord. Do I have that right? I think I think I have the Nixon years right. So Nixon was five years later, and then as soon, okay. literally as soon as Nixon won re-election, they took John Lennon off all the lists. They took him off the surveillance. So he they, was still they the... stopped caring. They got okay. their re-election. That's all they cared about. So Nixon was still president um, in eighty then, theoretically, right? No. No? no, 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 no. It was like 74, 75, in, somewhere in there. That oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Ron Ron is right. He, he resigned in right. 74. John yeah, and then Ford, the immigration, Ford took over, uh, I think. Or was so it Johnson? We're almost at the point now Ford. where Freedom of Information Act would have documents classified at certain levels released to us um, and available to the general public. And there's so many Beatles fans that this would definitely be you know, anything with the name John Lennon in it would definitely make a FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act request. So odds are that the time frame is not quite yet to us for the information being publicly released. So that that kind of adds a little bit to me to know that that date hasn't 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 hit us yet. Probably still have another five or ten years before that hits us. Um, I'll go ahead and throw my first guess out there on the on the bunker scale. 
I'm going to go with a possible plus on this. Yeah. Wow. That's exactly where I am, too. There's, plausible plus. Wow. Plausible wow. plus. There's enough information and coincidences there to where I would believe heavier that the, that the governments of, of the U.S. were involved in a conspiracy to murder John Lennon. Um, I don't wow. know if I'd go to the extremes of a mind control type of MK Ultra approach. That one would be a little bit probably less valued to me on the bunker scale, but I would believe that they would, you know, go through and, and recruit some poor security yeah. guard who doesn't have much going on in his life to do something like this. I, I, I certainly would. What about you, Josh? All right. I, so I'm actually uh, on board with you guys. I'm in the plausible plus as well because, I mean, wow. I know. I was not the, expecting that. Oh, good Lord. I know. I see, but I have absolute faith that our government will suicide people for their own benefit. I believe that that is a case-confirmed conspiracy theory for me. So that being said, the idea that someone was on a list leading anti-prominent leading political party movements could be just be hated and come down upon. I mean, hmm. we saw it as recently as last year, right? I hate to bring that up. We try, we try to avoid that, but like we've seen it in our lifetimes where people have just been made to disappear for speaking out against the prominent leader at the time. So, yeah, plausible plus for me. Wow. Very plausible verdicts. T, where do you come on the verdict? Are you... Uh... Case sorry, <laughs> come on the verdict <laughs> like that. What the fuck? T case confirmed, huh? We'll see. We'll see. To be to be continued. He'll chime in um, here in a moment. So in the meantime, let's keep this countdown rolling on to number four. Tupac is still alive. <laughs> Machiavelli. <laughs> I was Machiavelli. <laughs> sorry, I knew when you guys announced the title. There's yeah. there's two artists that I just know will make it in there. Tupac, <laughs> and I'm not going to say the name of the other because I, oh, I'm sure it'll be in there. What's wrong? Don't spoil it. What are you doing? We'll <laughs> edit, we'll edit that guessing. out in post. Don't worry. No, yeah. we won't edit anything. Um, yeah, uh, I, Ron I'm was so just fucking excited a reference. about Tupac. That's excited. By the way, plausible plus for sure out of T for uh, just John Lennon conspiracy. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow, Thank wow, you, wow, T. Wow, wow. A lot of plausible pluses. Wow. Tupac plus, plus, case plus. confirmed number three. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lay it on us. All right. All right. So, um, Tupac Shakur, uh, of course, the the famous rapper, was shot four times on September 17th, uh, in 1996 in Las Vegas, um, following, uh, watching a fight with, uh, you know, um, he was with Suge Knight. Uh, and if you know Suge Knight, Suge Knight is one of the people behind Death Row Records. And, and if you know anything about Suge Knight, if it's not his Beanie Baby collection, it's the fact that he was on, he started Death Row Records. I just have to ask, <laughs> have you ever heard a person more often referred to as a mogul than Suge Knight? <laughs> uh, P. Diddy. Okay, that's fair. Uh, anyway, Suge Knight, uh, Death Row Records <laughs> mogul. Uh, they were together uh, in a car. Another car pulled alongside uh, and fired shots into their into what was uh, Suge Knight's uh, vehicle. Um, four shots hit uh, Tupac. The Knight Rider. <laughs> that's what he called it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue, Andy. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah, but it didn't run so well because it had sugar in the gas tank. Oh. oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh. Yeah, that, that, ter- that, deserves it. that deserves the yeah. full. Badge of honor. <laughs> so so uh, four shots uh, hit Tupac. Um, uh, and Suge Knight got grazed, basically. He got 
Essentially, a bullet went into his head, but he got grazed. Um, it was <laughs> what? Mad. Yeah, so quit complaining about it, Suge Knight. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Tupac then died on September 13th, 1996, uh, after his mother uh, decided to stop treatment. He'd been in a hospital since then. Um, so, after Tupac died, his mother made the statement that Tupac, quote, chose to leave quietly, end quote. Ooh. Uh, and there has been speculation ever since that perhaps Tupac did not die. Uh, you see, some of the speculation even comes from Suge Knight's uh, family. Uh, like Suge Knight's son recently claimed in October of 2018 that Tupac is alive and well in Malaysia. Um, Suge Knight Jr. Um, made some social media posts um, where he said things like Tupac is alive and he never left us, um, along with presumably photoshopped pictures of uh, Tupac posting, posing with uh, 50 Cent and Beyonce, uh, other list topic here. Um, Suge Jr. Uh, implied that the Illuminati had silenced Tupac and were now after uh, Suge Knight Jr. for, quote-unquote, saying too much. Wow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in January 2019, so just a few months later, Knight Jr. doubled down on the allegations uh, saying that Tupac was, quote-unquote, back in the studio with new music coming uh, and announced uh, <laughs> that he needed the hottest producer to work on a project for Pac. Sorry. What? Nothing. Just keep going. Okay. Uh, so then uh, <laughs> Suge Knight Jr. later, uh, this, I'm sorry to pull the rug out, from I know they're here. listening intently to these Suge Knight Jr. claims. Oh, Suge yeah. Knight Jr. then recanted all these claims, uh, <laughs> implying implying instead that unreleased material from Tupac would be released, uh, but also saying that you have to watch his TV show uh, where he's a realtor to oh. find out what he meant by all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cheese ball. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not just Suge Knight's son who's making these claims. Suge Knight himself has also cast some doubt on Tupac's death. Fellow daddy. Um, Suge Knight said this, quote, When I left that hospital, me and Pac was laughing and joking, so I don't see how somebody could turn from doing well to doing bad, end quote. Interesting. Uh, Suge Knight also revealed that Tupac talked about faking his own death before he died. Uh, Suge said, We was in Maui. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which, I guess. That is some code for some shit right there. You know, I mean, I guess you, know that something, you were in Maui? Something had I'm to have happened the, in Hawaii to those guys. I'm laughing at listening to you. I know. This is <laughs> the worst possible, worst possible channeling of Suge Knight. You know uh, what I mean? <laughs> we was it's not like Butters when he becomes there's, a... <laughs> there's going to be a drop on their soundboard of me reading this quote yeah. <laughs> to go with Ron's black and mild. Uh we was in Maui, you know what I mean? And pa- and Pac had, like, never been to Maui. And he got to talking about faking his own death. And Pac was more down for doing, like, the last little videos and shit of him dying all in the white. You know what I'm saying? With Red Fox and everybody like that. <laughs> so, Red Fox. Case case confirmed. That's yeah, case confirmed. quotes like that. Um, so, after Tupac died, he was very quickly cremated uh, the day after uh, in a private ceremony, uh, and Suge Knight reportedly paid $3 million to uh, secure this this uh, venue for the ceremony. Um, the cremator 
listed Tupac's body as being 72 inches or six feet and his weight as 215 pounds, while Pac's driver's license identified him as 510 and 168. Yeah, I was gonna say he is nowhere over 200 pounds. He no. was mm-hmm. never that big, but he was beefy. So they Fellas? they grilled a, a, a cow. That's that's bizarre. That's so. Where's where's the where's the? I'm trying to understand where the conspiracy angle for that is. Like for example, with Lennon, another you know amazing musician. There's heavy conspiracy associated with the U.S. government in that situation being the anti-right wing movement that Lenin and his his supporters were on. Where's the where's the advantageous reason to fake a death in this situation or to or to conceal Tupac? Um who wins there? Hmm, I know the answer. Adam, king of the Segway. Um <laughs> because buckle up. Um We've oh, you guys were Adam done driving around on You're, the Segway. My bad, if, you were done yet. Tup- no, oh, there's more. If Tupac's not dead, What's he up to? Maybe he's in Cuba. Maybe. Cuba. Uh, Tupac's aunt is a political activist and a former Black Liberation Army member, uh, Asada Shaku, who was granted political asylum in Cuba in 1984 after fleeing prison in the USA. Uh, The story goes that Tupac went to join his aunt in Cuba to escape the high-profile life of a rapper. Now, to add a little fuel to this fire... Tupac's uh, alleged bodyguard, Michael Nice, claimed... Such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. (laughs) You'll see why. Claimed he helped Tupac fake his death and smuggle Tupac to Cuba. Um, As an interesting aside, Michael Nice himself supposedly died in 2018. Reports of him dying made the media. Uh, But he later posted a YouTube video claiming he faked his death. (laughs) To prove that Tupac faked his death. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, he said, Ron, he said he faked his death because he was receiving death threats before planning to release evidence to show Tupac was still alive. So he faked his death. um, But he does say in the YouTube video that he used the same techniques that he used to help... uh, Tupac fake his death and smuggle him out of the country. He did the same thing with himself. Um, and then he came back uh, pledging to, you know, I guess revenge on the people who threatened him and also to make things right about Tupac. I said. Um, yeah, go ahead, Josh. And now he lives off the YouTube ad revenue. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to, my, to my knowledge, nothing else has been released. Um, so a little of uh, some more on this, because this is this is a big uh, this is a big theory, honestly. Uh, with a lot of little arms. So uh, filmmaker Rick Boss made a movie uh, called Tupac, The Great Escape from UMC, uh, where he makes the claim that Tupac knew there would be an attempt on his life that night in Las Vegas. So he had a body double in the car the night of the shooting. Tupac took a helicopter to New Mexico, where he stayed on Navajo tribal land out of the reach of U.S. authorities. And... Since the time of Tupac's death, there have been reports uh, that he's been alive in Somalia. Uh, He's been allegedly photographed uh, in Cuba in 2018, partying with Rihanna. Uh, And in 2019, he was sighted in South Africa, appearing in a couple of YouTube videos. Um, So he's been all over the place. uh, And I heard you guys mention this one. There's also the Machiavelli Casanova theory uh, on Tupac's death. It sounds like you guys are already familiar with this. So... Um, Tupac apparently was a big fan, admirer of Machiavelli, the uh, Renaissance philosopher, Italian philosopher. Uh, Machiavelli was an advocate of faking your own death to gain an advantage over your enemies. 
uh, Tupac's final album, which, you know, I guess you could call his first posthumous album, uh, was released eight weeks after Tupac died under a pseudonym Machiavelli, uh, which is an ana- which is an anagram. If you rearrange the letters, am alive K. Whoa, really? Am but alive wait. K. Huh. But wait. But wait, there's more. K is short for Casanova the Don, who might be Tupac's new alias. Casanova the Don has collaborated with members of Tupac's rap crew. Uh, and also released a song called Mystery in 2012, which has lyrics that kind of indicate Tupac didn't get shot and was replaced by a body double. Wow. And also, I just want to point out from the Discord, uh, Man mentioned that Tupac is alive in Jamaica. So we don't have any more evidence on that. But if Man says it, I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I just, I just, so that's I had it. to Google. I had to Google Casanova the Don. I had never heard the Casanova the Don reference before as a as an alias of Tupac because I was going to ask you guys, artists that are that that skilled, all right. Regardless if you like rap or not, the the dude had an amazing ability to rhyme and write, and he was an entertainer. Those types of artists crave the ability to entertain. Maybe not the money, so don't take the money out of it, but crave entertaining people. Um, so I was wondering if, if he's been alive this whole time, he has to have been releasing something through some kind of alias or pseudonym or some, some kind of weird, you know, well, also, I mean, he was really, there was Tupac songs being released like what, six, seven, eight years after his death. They were yeah. still yeah, releasing were of, album after album. Well, that's like, yeah, that's like yeah Prince, it could have been. Yeah. That's, so after oh, Prince died, Prince has dude, thousands dude, of songs. They could release Prince albums for 50 years. Unless if, wait, if they put it wait, together. Maybe we need to put a cap on that. Maybe Prince is one of the next ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never know. Never, never, <laughs> never know. Um, I, I got to watch. I pulled up <laughs> we'll a bunch of YouTube out. videos. I'm not going to play them on the show, but I'm going to have to go watch Casanova the Dawn. I've never heard of that. And that's, that's got me fucking fascinated. That is awesome. Yeah, it, it, yeah, if it is Casanova the theory. Don, then that means he has got the best tattoo removal technician of all time. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the uh, the main connection to Casanova is more of the the style, uh, like the rap style. You know, the flow yeah. and and the lyrical content. I think is more of what people draw as a a connection back to Tupac. And obviously, then there's the collaboration with uh, some of the outlaws. Dude, that's pretty impressive. That's... Mm, all right. Black and mild. I can see these guys, these guys are getting <laughs> tantalized by this one. These guys, these guys are into this one. They're, they're liking this one a lot. <laughs> Dude, I am. I'm a big fan of Tupac. I say a big fan. I'm a fan of Tupac's rap, but I, I, don't, I never knew the details, the intricacies of the conspiracy behind uh, Tupac's death and maybe not death. I know, you know, I've known that Tupac's alive is kind of a meme that's and, and a, a hashtag that's been going on for years and years and years. In fact, when they did, I don't remember. I think it was Snoop who did a uh, a Tupac um, performance where he had Tupac on stage as a hologram uh, sort yeah. of thing that was really cool. I mean, it, it really made the audience happy, but it's also a little bit distasteful if you're bringing a dead guy up to, you know, do a performance. I don't know. That's a personal preference type of type of thing. Some people love it. Some people are weirded out by it. What but, about, um, yeah. I mean, go, tanging in a little, what about the fact that they're going to be putting Paul Walker in Fast and Furious 10? I don't like it. I know. I, I feel I really weirded don't. out by it too, but I didn't want to tangent. Uh, yeah. I just thought I'd throw that well, out I there. I mean, to be fair, they aren't 
doing a hologram. It's just his dead body that's in the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a weekend at Bernie scenario. <laughs> right. You've got somebody pushing the gas pedals and somebody yeah, holding his exactly. arms on the steering wheel. Taping. Awesome. Weekend oh. at Vin Diesel's. <laughs> now there's a weekend. Uh, do you guys mind if I put a little extra conspiracy mustard on this? Fucking oh, do it. Oh, yeah. Put your mustard all over it. Um, so if you do believe that, there's, there's also alternative theories about Tupac where he died but that it's not just, you know, the case has never been solved. So that's another piece of this. We're obviously for the list. Oh, this might be a twist. Is this a twist? Does this count? It's, a, it, huh? it's your show. If it's a twist, call okay. it. <laughs> here's, a tw- here's a twist. Um, we're showcasing that Tupac might still be alive, but there's a lot of theories about his death, too, including one that Suge Knight actually called a hit on Tupac because Tupac was planning to leave death row records and start his own label and so suge knight didn't want to lose Mm -hmm. one of his best artists but he still lost him how does killing him help (laughs) we killed him softly (laughs) didn't lose him Killing uh, yeah, no. Oh. Ron, what did we say about Avril Lavigne? These record labels, they get their hooks in their tender buttocks and they just milk you for everything yeah, you're worth. That's what you do. You milk them through the buttocks. Well, but hang, but hang on. So with, with your, ta- with your that, talons. That was the sound drop. Milk them through the buttocks. That, that right there is probably going to make the soundboard. Oh, man. That got that's me. Hilarious. That tickled me. All right, so... Good God. I don't even know where I was going with this. I don't think you were going anywhere. No, no, no I that's was. their list. Just throw it back to him. All right. Okay. <laughs> I hope when Art dies, that's on his tombstone. Milk him through the buttocks. <laughs> I hope that's how I die. <laughs> yeah. I guess I do too, frankly. Wait, wasn't that an episode of uh, where St- Stifler uh, went to the sperm clinic and she milked him through the prostate, through the buttocks, and made it? Oh, man. That uh, was the uh, porn you watched last night. It's not a porn I watched. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm on to um, something. No. Well, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Should we jump Should we jump to the next one here? Or we, well, uh, well, let's we, give our yeah. rulings. You've got to do our bunker yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah. Let's, hear so, let's hear some verdicts. So, Ron, I'll go, I'll take it away. On I'm going to do um, plausibility minus and a half. Wow. Ooh, okay. I'm, is that it? You're going to defend it or you're just going to... No, I'm just <laughs> giving it. it. No, it, that's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's I'm, where I'm at. Was I'm going to be on the lower end of the scale, too. I just... I love the I love the whimsy that Tupac might be alive, but I just... It's pretty low for me. Like, again, same thing. It's just been too long. Like, if the only person who's come out and said, like, yeah, I'm, I'm here with them taking pictures is, like, trying to push a TV show, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I'm a skeptic. Yeah. So you're plausible mm-hmm. minus and a half on this one as well? <laughs> I'm, like, Minus, minus, it sounds like. Oh, to smidge. Me. Oh, smidge. Okay. Oh, yeah. Getting so into that. This is, that part this is of people scale. just grasping at straws that reality is more fanciful than it really is. Oh, okay. Um, I, so, I... You know, I would like to reserve a judgment, but I can't because this is a live show, so I'm going to have to make one here. Um, I was going to say there's there's new pieces of evidence that I've ever heard on the Tupac conspiracy that I want to go research, like some of these videos of him appearing, some of this uh, Santa Claus the Don. What was the what was the guy's Casanova name? Casanova. Casanova the Don. So I'm going to have to go. Santa Claus the Santa Don. Claus. Santa Claus the Don is my rap alter ego. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna have to. I want to go. I want to go watch those um, and and actually read about them. However, the really the part that really ties in the the possibility to me here is is if Suge Knight controlled 
the recording label and recording labels, as we all know, are greedy. They could have concocted this idea because just like in Bradley Knoll with Sublime's albums, after death, posthumous, post, posthumous, yep. posthumous, whatever the word is, posthumous. those are always mega sells for the record labels. And in this case, yeah. would have done tremendous sales for Suge Knight and the record label that hold, held Tupac's uh, uh, property. So there, I see that as a possibility. However, I don't know if it's enough to sway me into the green. Um, wow. I may be dead. I may wow. be dead even on this one, boys. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Wow. I don't think you I have can, enough. You information. can go straight plausible. You can go straight plausible. Plausible is a verdict. Yeah. All right. It's that not counts. one that we usually want to hit because it's kind of a. It's kind of a cheap one, Adam. but you can do it. It's kind of a it. cop out. It makes you kind of a loser if you use it, but it is out there. It is available, <laughs> and I do use it a lot. And you are in good company because we're both losers who use it a lot. <laughs> well, as as one of the uh, my favorite bands in hell, uh, I'll be in good company. That's uh, the Dead South. I'm going to go plausible. Dead in the middle. Wow. I really can't make a decision go. here. There you it's go. It's all right. If it's you're deadlocked, verdict. if you're deadlocked, that's okay. It's a good verdict. That's okay. It's fine. Um. Now, I think this next one, I think this next one, I think we're going to get some greens. Ooh. I'm going to say that. I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. This next one, I think we're going to be having a little, it's going to be a little green, don't you think? Well, we'll see. Yeah, I think this will be Could green. Could it be so let's, super let's... green? Come on, what movie? <laughs> no idea. Super green. Don't know. Anybody? Say it green, a third Lan- time. green Lantern. Fifth Element. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Never uh, seen that movie. Oh, wow. I have seen Fifth Element. Long time since it. I've seen yeah, it. I, I missed right, it. Okay. Long time. Sorry. Lost, lost. Is that Chris Tucker's? That's Chris Tucker's yeah, character. Just the way it. you said it, it sounded like Chris Tucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Off to you guys. Cool. Green Lantern. Um, let's move on. Number three. Number three. Courtney Love had Kurt Cobain killed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, green. Case now confirmed. Here. I am 100% <laughs> on board with this one. Here we go. No more, no more information the needed. <laughs> official story for all of you who weren't an angsty teen like myself <laughs> listening to Nirvana. Uh, Cobain escaped from rehab from a rehab center on April uh, 2nd, and on th- the 3rd, he was spotted in numerous uh, occasions around Se- or locations around Seattle. On April 3rd, uh, Courtney Love contacted contacted private investigator Tom Grant, who uh, made a large documentary where the bulk of this comes from Soaked in Bleach, um, Tom Grant, and hired him to find Cobain. Courtney Love thought that Kurt was missing, hired him to find uh, to find Kurt Cobain, so Tom Grant goes off and tries to find Kurt Cobain. More on Tom later. On April 8th, Cobain's body was discovered at his Lake Washington Boulevard home in the uh, room above the, like, it's kind of like above their, I think it's called like the green room or the greenhouse. It's like this room of kind of above the garage. Um, it was it was discovered by an electrician named Gary Smith who had arrived to install a security system at the home. Cobain's body had been lying there for days. The coroner's report estimated that Cobain probably died on April 5th, 1994. So between the 3rd and the 5th, and then suddenly he's dead, and then he wasn't discovered until three days later on the 8th. And he was uh, he died at the age of 27 from self-inflicted gunshot wounds. Famous now, 27s. What are, the famous 27s. I believe Tupac was also, yep. I want to say 27 as yeah. well. He's another in the 27 club. Jim, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. Um, All died at 27. It's amazing. Those, those are the only people that have ever it's died. It's a very weird coincidence. Um, now, what is a weird coincidence 
what is the weird coincidence with this case? Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse is another one. Great one, Amy. Ah, oh, that's right. And what is uh, what is actually uh, maybe fudged evidence with this case? So, without we're not going to go into too much detail, but the, here's the main issues that Tom Grant and other who believe this conspiracy um, have with 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 Kurt's death. There is a stool that was allegedly blocking the door from the inside, um, which would not allow the door was like locked i think from the um from the outside but then also there was like a stool blocking the door and it's sort of like well then how is the door locked that means that somebody like put the stool there and then like you know jumped out the window the or from something. the outside yeah because there's like two di- two different entrances for this there's like a balcony entrance and then um an entrance to the house to get to the room but anyway there's some very shoddy police work with this uh, they oh, didn't yeah. really take any like they took photos, but they've those photos have like never really been weren't released until a long time later. Um, they didn't really take they like immediately called it a suicide. They did not look into it being a possible homicide um, at all. They didn't do like any sort of uh, they went outside of routine procedure for this immediately labeled it a suicide. Didn't con- didn't even like have it like ran for a uh, toxicology or anything. They just were like that. Eh, Clearly suicide. Um, the shotgun shells are on Kurt Co- You know, if you look at the way that he would have had to have used the shotgun to, you know, obviously the little little morbid here. Uh, apologize to all the listeners. But, uh, you know, to put the shotgun barrel into his mouth, he would have had to have turned the gun with the trigger facing up towards the ceiling and then pulled it, uh, the trigger. But then the um, the cartridge dislodged for the uh, the shell, the shotgun shell, would have pop the shells i think to the let's just say for the sake of uh, the story because i didn't i didn't put in the notes to the right but the shells were on the left well there's no it would have been like almost physically impossible for kurt to put the gun and, and shoot himself with the trigger not facing uh towards the ceiling but towards the floor do you have the name um, of the shotgun like the 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 model because that's I can, kind of I can look at Red or, Rider BB or gun. Or it's, not, it's not the Red Rider. <laughs> um, that's kind of important you know, to the story too. I, I fucking am. love that this is in your guys' list because this is one of my favorite conspiracies yeah. of all time. Because I'm a Courtney Love a fan one. too, but I'm I'm especially a Nirvana fan. Well, I have some thoughts and I have some things to say, but um, the toxicology report after it was eventually ran um, later uh, indicates absurd levels of heroin yeah. in Kurt Cobain's system. Yep. So much heroin, in fact. That it was theorized that uh, as soon as he would have in, been injected with it, he would have. He, there's no way he would have could have been conscious enough to uh, load a gun and shoot himself. Also, pen a suicide letter, which I will get to right now. The suicide note has been ran through multiple different people. Multiple different people who are very close to Kurt and Courtney uh, both said that they do not believe that that is uh, Kurt Cobain's handwriting. the The suicide note, the language of it, and the he t- the way he talks about it, um, it does not seem like Kurt's writing at all. He doesn't not he doesn't he doesn't he the, the suicide note is like a page long, and mostly he's talking about like himself and his music and how sorry he is, and he doesn't talk about his family or his his daughter until the very end. And Kurt Cobain was well like he loved Francis his his daughter um, more than almost anything in the world, and um, it's just it seems very out of place for him to not mention her until the very last sentence. Andy, you have something to say? 
a Remington Model 11 20 gauge shotgun. If yeah. you Google that, look at the length of this thing. A. It's a very long shotgun. <laughs> yeah, I did. And, and, that, and that's probably why they say that it, it would have been like physically impossible for him to shoot it in a way where those shells land yeah. in that specific spot because it's it he would have to have like cracked his wrist and like what the movie says is that his wrist the knuckles of his wrist or I'm sorry the knuckles of his hand his first row of knuckles would have had to have been touching the back of his arm for him to shoot the gun if uh the trigger was not there, there's another podcast that I listen to here in the Central Florida area that jokes about Kurt Cobain's death is that he is the only person to ever kill himself with his big toe because it's the fucking trigger is so <laughs> far away from the barrel yeah. of the shotgun that you would almost right. have to use a toe or something to pull the trigger because it's so fucking right. far. It's ridiculous. And Kurt yeah, was not a you, big guy either. Kurt was uh, he was yeah. he was not a very tall guy. He was like five seven, five six. Yeah, you can Google you know photos with. Um, authorities like the police took photos of it um and it's like with a with a police officer holding the shotgun like so you get an idea right and those were compared to a human the, being how long the shotgun. those is. photos were just released of the cop holding the actual gun from the day of the you know the investigation those were just released like this year those were very yeah. very recently released they, photos they did not want to release the photos for the longest time until people really started to put pressure on them um the Soaked in Bleach documentary has the the Seattle uh, like lead police chief, the guy who basically oversaw this investigation during that time. He has now since retired. He is on the documentary on record saying, if I was still on the police force today, I would reopen this investigation. Full stop. Damn. He has said that. Now... Let's get it. Let's get into the probably one of the other big reasons why this conspiracy has really taken off. None other than, like not only that Kurt Cobain and his and Nirvana's music was so incredibly popular during the time and meant so much to so many people, but Courtney Love does not help her case because she is a chaotic mess oh, yeah. and was a chaotic <laughs> mess throughout this investigation. Oh, yeah. Courtney Love contacted Tom Green. Tom Green. Tom, had, Grant. Tom, Tom Grant. Green. I'm sorry. Tom Green. <laughs> the guy from Tom Green was <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some reason the investigation stalled. <laughs> Tom Green was too busy uh doing his uh offbeat comedy. Um no, Tom Grant had the wherewithal. He was like, This is a this is a high profile case. I'm gonna record every conversation that I have on an audio tape uh with Courtney Love. And he plays a lot of these audio tapes. Um, throughout the documentary, and Courtney Love says some ins- incredibly damning things where she's, like, rambling and, and talking about this stuff, and it's like her husband went missing on uh, April 3rd, and it is, like, April 5th or whatever, a couple days later, and Tom is, like, trying so hard to, like, talk to Courtney and be like, what? where can I go next? Do you have any other information for me? Is there anything else you think about? And, like, Courtney's sitting there being like, running through these scenarios of like, well, you know, uh, I'll just say, I'll just say that Kurt was going to divorce me and then everybody will, uh, feel really bad about me. How's that for a tabloid spin? She was like totally self-involved. Um, you know, and basically what the documentary kind of gets into long story short is that Kurt was allegedly planning a, um, divorce. He was planning to divorce Courtney and Kurt had a prenup with Courtney Love in which the prenup stated that Courtney Love did not get all the royalties of uh, upon Kurt's death. Or, or, I'm sorry. 
if they got divorced, she did not get a penny from any of the Nirvana money. But if Kurt died while they were still married, she would get everything. Yeah, there's so, that's that's the theory insane. goes is that she had one of their local Seattle friends who was a you know longtime friend, but also heavy heroin addict. Um, inject uh, Kurt went to his home on uh, like April fifth or whatever. They had him shoot up that insane amount of uh, heroin. They killed him with a shotgun, planted it to make it look like it was a suicide. Kurt was a well-known heroin abuser. He was he had allegedly attempted suicide in Rome, which um, has been debunked by some of the doctors and a few other people. Um, so, you know, that's why the police, I think, kind of wrapped it up as, oh, it's just a suicide. It was seamlessly planned. Um, Courtney Love seems very uninterested in actually finding her husband. In fact, Tom Grant went with one of Courtney Love's friends to Kurt Cobain's house. Uh, let's say it was April 4th or April 7th, the day before his body was found on April 8th. Um, and was there looking at it. And then sort of the next day when he finds out from the news that Kurt Cobain was in the very house that he had searched, he went to Kurt Cobain's house and searched it. Courtney Love had failed to mention that there was a greenhouse room above the garage where Kurt's body was found. And that is the bulk of the Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain conspiracy. I fucking love this. This is this is my favorite out of your <laughs> list so far. Yeah. This is one of the few conspiracies of all time where I think I I think I went damn near case confirmed. I think we were both in the green. We were both in the green, but I was very close to case confirmed. <clears throat> I I do believe that that Courtney Love had something to do um with 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 Kurt's passing 100%. Um, I do not think that Kurt Cobain was a suicidal person. At the same time, we also denounced a lot of the things that the documentary does where uh, they interview random people and they kind of say things like, oh, he was so happy. There's no way he could have killed himself. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I mean, the, the guy the guy was known. People can be dealing with people can be dealing with things. But yeah, 100 percent. The guy was known to to already have a heroin yeah. addiction. All right. So and right. there's no there's no questions about that. The guy was addicted to heroin. Right. But here's the here's the right. catch to that. He had been doing it for so long that he knew how to regulate his heroin to get the high that he needed to he get. And and he really we're going with that. We're going with the guy who's done drugs for years. Is just good at doing drugs well, and so will there's never a there's a accidentally do something stupid. No, this see, there's a difference with <laughs> heroin users, and and I'm going to say this, not giving a nod to drug use. All right, I- illegal narcotic use. <coughs> Pardon me. That Ron. That, that, <laughs> that number one off the bat is obviously a bad thing. However, heroin, if used in moderation and correctly in doses actually has no ill effects on the body. So, it doesn't, so wait, dam- wait, on, doesn't damage your liver, and it doesn't damage your There's kidneys. a correct way to do heroin? <laughs> More or less. Without <laughs> bullshit on that. Without okay. causing damage to your internal organs, yes, there is a way you can regulate uh, heroin use to where you can use it safely and still get a high. So that there is a way to do it. I've never used heroin, so I'm not going to claim to know this. Without... Say, can you demonstrate this no. for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hang on. I mean, but let that me, is let me... true, though. I know you're giving him a hard time, but like yeah. that's very true. So he he's had a history of knowing how to properly administer this drug to himself. And the most important part, I think, the, the key element of this story is the amount of heroin that was found in his blood was enough to kill right. like seven horses. It was it was yeah. so much. It was, and even some of it, even then, some of it had not even passed through his liver yet. 
Do you, do you understand how much heroin has to be in your system and how quickly somebody has to be injecting you or you injecting yourself for it not to even make the beat, which only takes like three seconds to get to your, your liver? The, some of that heroin was unprocessed heroin. It had not passed through his liver yet. That is, that is mind-blowing. That is, a, that is an amazing amount. <laughs> mind-blowing. That did not mean to use that. <laughs> I did ah! not. I did not mean to use that. That uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Forgive what that. color? Wow, what color was Kurt Cobain's eyes? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> one blue left, one blue right. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, it. yeah. Um, but the, so that that part alone. <laughs> oh, you never <laughs> heard that joke, Josh? Josh, Josh is first discover- <laughs> Josh is just now discovering this joke. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Josh just got it. These jokes. These jokes are oh. so offensive. Art and I are driving down to Florida right now. Come on, Art. I got shot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, so, Boy. so that 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 key fact of the story alone, the amount of heroin that was in his system, is enough for me to call shenanigans on the whole Kurt Cobain killed Definitely. himself thing. However, Definitely. there's so many other things in this story, and I'm so glad you guys you guys there's talked a about a few items that I had not known about. Like I didn't know know that allegedly he had tried to commit suicide in Rome. I didn't know that. I'm gonna go actually look that up later because that's yeah. pretty cool. He uh, he took like he was on some medication and apparently like took way too much of it but while also drinking champagne and he had to go get his stomach pumped and i think it was uh they said it was a suicide but then like you know they they interviewed one of the the doctors in italy who was like no no it was it was an accident or something and when, and when but i thought he was he a professional drug off. user adam yeah. well he is <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> not that drug, Ron. Not that drug. It was just <laughs> well, you know, oh, gotcha, I, Ron. I, the, you know the Courtney term. Love. Courtney Love really does not help herself in this at all. She like constantly just throughout. The, there are actual audio recordings of her saying like incredibly just damning things about, and she is so like unconcerned with the fact that her husband is missing, and like the father of her child, and like all this stuff, and like this. It's just she. I'm not a big. Uh, I, I just think that there's something going on um, there, and 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 while there are a few little like holes, <laughs> I see uh, what you did there. <laughs> in in some of the in some of the you know the conspiracy takes, there's a, there's a few like skeptics who still say like no no no, um, but uh, I don't know this one this one really yeah this one is really uh, yeah. I, milking me through the butthole. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on board. This is heavy green for me, too. Highly plausible, very Damn. plausible. Wow. If someone said, oh, we found proof, she did it, or hired a friend to do it, I'd say, yeah, that checks out. I would, I would be <laughs> the, unmoved. The yeah, police I w- I w- chief who oversaw this case has said, on he's on the documentary, if I was still the police chief in Seattle, I would reopen investigation in Yeah, that's, that's an amazing I mean, attestment. Um, he thinks something is screwy. So uh, there you go. There's there's so many so there's so many caveats to this. Artists at the mega famous level, like Kurt Cobain was. Number one, let's focus on Kurt for a second. He's he is well. Number one, he defined a genre. So Kurt and yep. what his music defined the grunge movement a lot single handedly you know well him and the rest of the band obviously but they defined that wrote all that of movement. Courtney Love's top hits <laughs> but he also wrote all of Hole's top hits well, well there you go influential to his uh, to his girlfriend's music um but Courtney in the same light all right mega famous <laughs> mega popular mega talented even though you may not like 
Courtney's music, if you if you were never a fan of Hole or any of the music that Courtney Love produced, she still had an amazing following, still fit into the same genre, still fit into that that demographic for the late nineties. She she was I mean, she was a mega star. So there's no question about that. And that changes you know, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And she was definitely on top of the game for a while, regardless of, of anyone's opinion on her. So that influences people's decisions as well. Um, that doesn't change my opinion on this whole thing based on the information that you guys have shared tonight on this podcast, as well as some of the stuff that I know. Shit, I was 15, I think, when, when Kurt Cobain was announced uh, uh, dead and all the other 15-year-old girls that were around me that were boohooing in class because their favorite emo rock star had just fucking off <laughs> himself. Well, was, he was emo before emo was emo. Yeah. I, I mean, know. he really he I really just love was. that expression. Um, so where God, are you I'm on gonna, the scale? I'll, let me let me look yeah, at the say, scale what, again. What, yeah, what's your answer? Um, so case uh, to have a case confirmed to me would have to mean that there's enough evidence to reopen the case. All right. For, legally speaking, not, not, not yeah. on a silly little podcast in a Chicago, Florida connection. So I'm going to yeah. put this as high as I possibly can without having case confirmed. So that's still, it's just highly plausible. I'm going to go cut hair close plausible. I'm making a Whoa. new category. Cut hair close plausible. A new new one. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> All right, Ron, what about you, buddy? Case. Closed. Case closed. Nope. Whoa. Do not believe it. You don't believe Have it at all. Never believed it. Not for a second. If the cops wow. even think, even current cops, for a just a millimeter of an opening that they could go arrest somebody for some shit, they gonna try and find a way to do it. There is no way. They, they. I'm telling you, this is like this is up there with all the bullshit. Hillary Clinton killed people. Bullshit. It's just complete. <laughs> yeah, as being Clinton, it's just all a bunch wow. of internet bullshit. That's just my opinion wow. on it. Even I would believe that Nixon killed Lennon before I believe Courtney Love killed. Are Kirk you serious? Obey. Absolutely, hundred wow. percent. Wow. Yeah, that's shocking to me, Ron. That's a shock. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm exactly I've the opposite. Known, I've known Ron for 20 years, and that surprises me. That, yeah, seriously, I just, I just don't buy that. I would put you in the green a little me. bit. Maybe not you know, close to case confirmed, but I would put you in the green somewhere. Well, I mean, I, think, I look what? at patterns of, be- of behavior. I trust that the cops are going to follow up on any little thing, reopen a case if they felt there was a little inkling of it. They're not. I trust that our government would do some dirty-ass shit, like go after somebody oh, see they see saying. as a political enemy. So that's 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 just my thought process behind those, like, as I pick oh, okay. one or that the makes, other. You painted a pretty yeah. good picture there. Okay, cool. And Thank we you. still have, what, two more of these? Yeah. Man. Yeah, <laughs> You guys all good? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're fine. Oh yeah, we it's right. twisted ten, not twisted Alrighty. eight. Let's do this. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> uh, Josh, do you want to give a verdict? Oh, I did. I am in the the very highly plausible category. Plus plus. Yeah. Plus no, plus. No, no. Okay, heavy green. All right, then we'll move on. We'll go to number two. Paul is dead. Yes. Um, everybody knows Paul McCartney, right? Little Famous band, you heard of it? <laughs> little band. You might have heard of them called the Beatles, I think is how it's pronounced. <laughs> Two Beatles I'm and one twisted a, ten. You gotta yeah. love it. The Silver Beatles. What was it that we were found out about that they had like another name for their band? Was it some shit, the Silver Beatles or some shit? Do you, do you remember that? I, I remember that coming up, but yeah, okay. Sorry, we interrupted you before you even started. You guys, guys. are in the you guys are in the presence of a uh, a man who can 
quote uh, pretty much any Beach Boys lyric, Randy Newman <laughs> lyric, and Beatles information. That is Andy. They, the band went through a few different iterations of a name before they finally settled on the Beatles. I think the, Quarry the Silver Men. Beatles or whatever, they started off as the Quarrymen. Uh, John and the John and his friends from high school started a band called the Quarrymen, and then yeah. Paul joined, and uh, then George. Then they picked up Ringo later on. Right, Ringo actually wasn't. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Any, anyway, that's not uh, that's 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 bonus trivia, Beatles trivia. Um, so Paul McCartney from the Beatles. There is a theory out there that Paul died in a car crash on November 9th, nineteen sixty six. Uh, he stormed out of a recording session uh, with the Beatles after a disagreement, drove off angrily in his car. He crashed uh, on the motorway and was decapitated. Now, people know that it was Paul McCartney because he had a very distinctive mini, which is what people say about me as well. <laughs> now, to <laughs> now to to spare the public from the grief of Paul's passing, or maybe just as a sick practical joke, and by sick I mean freaking cool as hell. Yeah, this is a rad prank. Uh, the the remaining Beatles, the surviving Beatles, replaced Paul with the winner of a Paul McCartney lookalike contest, a faux Paul or fall. If you will. <laughs> a fall. Um, he made a faux pas. I like nice. faux pas though. That he faux, made a faux pas ties into faux pas. So that's the guy I saw on Saturday Night Live in the nineties. <laughs> okay, that was fall. Very interesting. And, and faux actually, uh, Ron, who who you actually saw was an orphan from Edinburgh named William Shepherd or William Shears Campbell, aka Billy Shears. Uh, the Beatles. He won the lookalike contest. The Beatles then trained him to impersonate Paul McCartney perfectly. Wow. Billy Shears. So uh, a little bit of background on uh, this this conspiracy. So on 17th of September, 1969, so this is a, a few years after Paul allegedly died, there was an article that ran in the student newspaper of Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, the Drake Times Delphic, uh, which, uh, which listed a lot of clues uh, that had been consolidated about Paul's passing. So this was kind of a... Almost an urban legend at the time, and the Times Delphic article is one of the first pieces of media that sort of codifies the Paul is dead rumor, uh, including some of the clues. So it mentions things like, um, you know, there's if you play the White Album track Revolution 9 backwards, you can hear uh, the Beatles saying, turn me on, dead man, allegedly. Um, there's also references... On the cover of Sgt. Pepper, like on the back, where every Beatle except Paul is photographed facing the viewer. Um, and Paul was wearing an armband in one photo that says OPD, which means um, obviously pronounced dead. Um, and there's the front cover of the Magical Mystery Tour album, which shows one unidentified band member in a differently colored suit from the other three. So it's the walrus costume. There's a black walrus on the cover. Um, and supposedly the walrus is a Viking symbol for death, and of course the walrus is black, the uh, color of death. So another example uh, would be the interpretation, this is kind of a famous one, of the Abbey Road album cover depicting a funeral procession. So on the cover, the four Beatles are in the crosswalk outside of Abbey Road Studios. John is leading, followed by Ringo, Paul, and George. Uh, John 
uh, Lenin dressed completely in white, uh, who represents an anthropomorphic god. Uh, Ringo is dressed in black, representing the Undertaker. Paul, who is not wearing shoes, uh, which the other three are wearing shoes, has a cigarette in his right hand. Uh, Paul McCartney is very famously a left-handed person. Um, So Paul is the resurrected corpse. Uh, George, wearing all denim, is the gravedigger. So to put this whole scene together, this is uh, the three living beetles uh, assuming different roles in the procession, escorting the resurrected Paul, in other words, the clone, out of the cemetery. And, you know, ever since uh, this got started, uh, there have been rumor, like all kinds of clues people have found in the Beatles music, an ever-growing list of clues found in the Beatles catalog. Um, Paul in 1969 uh, when this started to pick up steam nice. did a, you know a photo shoot with life magazine that was supposed to put the whole thing to rest but it's not to rest not like paul who died damn i've never heard that one about the abbey road picture that's that one's new to me that's that's fascinating, oh, wow. and it, we we just recently like we, we just recently talked about that picture. It was on it was, it was on, on my uh, iconic posters. That's episode. what it was. That yeah. was like number three on your list too. The yeah, Abbey Road somewhere was up way down there. Super super for, famous uh, for recognizability, yeah. right? That's, yes, exactly. Right, yeah. exactly. Just so you guys can hear this, I've, I pulled up the audio, and yes, this is through a cell phone on a speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. But we're gonna play the uh, the number nine. Turn me on, dead man. Uh, audio. It's like 40 seconds, so let's just hear what this thing sounds like, because I've never heard this before. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Hopefully it gets to something soon. Number nine. A little repetitive so far. Number nine. Hear it? Turn me on, Deadman. Turn me on, Deadman. I don't know. It sounds like some yeah. psychedelic Sesame Street yeah. shit to me. Number I really, nine. I'm really sad nine? that uh, artists stop hiding secret reverse messages in their music since the '90s. Maybe oh, well. they didn't. Maybe, yeah. maybe Beyonce. Back, throw back the number nine. On <laughs> She's this got list. her real birth date in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you like it, then you should have put a ring on. If you play it backwards, it says, I gave birth to Solange. <laughs> if... uh. Yes. Oh, Dude, I don't know, man. This, this yeah, one's... that seems way out yeah. there. This one feels way out there for me. This one feels, uh, I think I think part of the skeptic's take on this one, we always like to give the skeptic's take and the septic tank take. <laughs> uh, the skeptic's take, whenever we, whenever we give a topic, is I think that, uh, you know, this was published in a, in a, uh, an article for a school newspaper, right? I mean, well, yeah, and and uh, Tim Drake, who who wrote the article, I, yeah. I think that's his name. He he um, he heard it from some people who were just passing through campus. Like he he went to a party, right? And there were some people who were friends with people he knew, and they told him about this. Um, but the kernel of truth in this one is that uh, Paul did actually have a distinctive car that people recognized, and it did crash on the motorway. Yeah, that time. Uh, but it was driven by a student. Um, everybody was going to a party at Mick Jagger's house. Ugh, classic. And <laughs> oh, Mick another just, Mick this, Jagger this... party. I mean, come on. Haven't we all been to enough of those? Uh, yes. At this point, yes, we have. <laughs> Lay off it already, Nick. <laughs> yeah. um, but the roads, I guess, were icy, and somebody borrowed Paul's car and crashed it. 
uh, and that's that's kind of the genesis this, of this. This area. sounds more like people an onion story. Than a... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because it's got so many layers, uh, right, Ron? I totally agree. Oh man! <laughs> but the clue the clue part of it is very fun, uh, and finding clues in all of the Beatles' right. work, um, and yeah. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of amateur sleuths. So there's a lot of there's there's a term, and forgive me because I don't remember the term, but there's a term where human beings make uh, references to uh, photos to draw uh, images in your mind that immediately associate to the image of another human being, especially facial features. There's a term for it. I don't remember what the term is. Um, however, I think that's what this is with the audio being played backwards. Um, <clears throat> so, so just to tie in the band a little bit going back to Paul's death, I, I, really, I really think it's a coincidence of uh, audio being played back to where it sounds like a dead man in the track or Paul is alive or Paul isn't dead or whatever in some of the audio tracks that you've heard from the Beatles. I don't, I don't really think that that was ever intended to be proof or a secret message or some kind of you know uh a shout out to the fans to let them know that Paul is still alive so outside of that i don't think that there's enough evidence in my opinion to call him still being alive even into into consideration i'm going to go early on this one i'm going to call my bunker scale judgment pretty early on this one you mean him being dead years ago he is yeah. still alive i'm going to well yeah <laughs> Not Correct. not when Adam. Wait, unless that's it. really freaking me out. Is, is Paul McCartney is still alive, right? I'm not the only one that thinks that. Okay. Um, yes. He uh, is. No, Ron. He passed away several years ago. Oh my ago. god! I thought, of, Ron, I, wake up. <laughs> Ron, can you hear us? Ron. Is Ron even here, or is this? Oh just... my god! His eyes are moving. He's been in the coma. <laughs> Number have you, nine. Have you ever seen Number Ron, nine? <laughs> Number nine. Have you ever seen the movie White Noise? Yes. That's really all that Ron's With voice Michael is Keaton? in our studio is just white noise. There's actually no Ron here. It's just a ghost image that's Is this some through. crack on the color wow. of my skin? <laughs> <laughs> Only when your shirt's off, my skin. Oh, friend. yeah. Boy, that's the white <laughs> noise. I don't know what kind of drugs you like to do, Ron. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go a plausible minus because that's uh, it, okay. it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't add up. There's not yeah. enough evidence to point in any direction here to me, really. Yeah. Maybe. I'm going hard left too. I'm going case closed. This is BS. Oh damn! Nice. Hardcore wow. on the BS scale. Uh, this is case closed. Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, go. Uh, wow. I'll go same case closed. Damn! Wow, Ron, the case closed. Yeah, here. two in a row. <laughs> Jeez. Well, let's see what you got warmed up for uh, this next one, Ron. Uh, as yeah. we roll on to our penultimate list. Uh, number one on the countdown. This is a long distance dedication. <laughs> Going out to all the Twisted Council. I love the Casey Kasem. Number one, Elvis is still alive. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That was the other one that we knew. Of course, it has to be there. It was going to show up. Had to be. Had to be. The King ain't dead, baby. That's pretty good, actually. That was good good impersonation. But what I don't know is any evidence to actually back this. I've, of course, heard this one. So change my mind, Andy and Art. As we all know, I mean, Elvis has had, I mean, a, uh, probably, I mean, maybe not, I would say, would you say comparable to the Beatles or above the Beatles? Well, as Elvis a, is, honestly, as a solo artist, there are very yeah. few people who are 
as accomplished in the music business. Right. Um, say what you will about the artistry or sure. the quality of the work. Sure. Uh, very few people have sold more records than Elvis yeah. Presley. We're talking straight numbers. This guy, Elvis was the king for a reason. Yeah. Lots of accolades. Way more accomplished in his short life than I would in 14 of my <laughs> lifetimes. That's true. That's very true. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, as, as Elvis got older, he, uh, he started to gain a little weight, <laughs> and he started yeah. to... You know, there's other things that this kind of... He famously died on August 16, uh, 16th, 1977. Elvis told his girlfriend, Ginger Alden, Hey, I'm going to go use the bathroom and take a, take a, take a dump. God damn, that's a good voice. And, uh, <laughs> Ginger, Ginger told the king, Hey, don't fall asleep on the throne. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> the toilet, which we, maybe, you know, Elvis was like all of us and... Fell asleep in the toilet once or twice in his life. <laughs> but typical Elvis, he or, or is like me and sleeps on the toilet permanently. <laughs> yeah, he true. he died while uh, on his cell phone, right? He was on a smartphone. Is that how it went? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had one of the first one smartphones. Of those, one of those very early. Um, but typical Elvis, he did things his own way and embraced eternal sleep while on the can. Um, Elvis unfortunately died having a a massive heart attack of. Uh, it was a case of cardiac arrest while on the toilet um, and died uh, that day. Jeez, what did he eat? He <laughs> <laughs> was straining. Famous, I think, what was it? A peanut butter, b- banana, and bacon? What was his sandwich of choice? Uh, yeah, the peanut butter, banana. Uh, That's it, yeah. That sounds, that sounds right. That I'd say, I do yeah. the same thing after a little bit of Tijuana Flats, so uh, I feel his pain. <laughs> a little local Tex-Mex chain here in Florida. Local Tex-Mex chain. Is it local, really? Tijuana it started, started at UCF. No, I didn't know that. Okay. So the very day Elvis died, a man bearing a strong resemblance to Elvis was spotted buying a one-way ticket to Buenos Aires uh, at the Memphis airport using the name John Burroughs. Well, what's important about John Burroughs, that's the exact name that Elvis would use when he wanted to secretly book a hotel to try and escape the paparazzi and his fans. So, hmm. Um, over the course of the years, there has been a rich tapestry of Elvis sightings. Um, a December 1977 photo taken at Graceland might actually show Elvis hanging out in the pool house. In the 1980s, <laughs> all right, that one did not get a big applause. <laughs> Elvis was spotted grocery shopping and eating at Burger King in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Mm. Enjoying a little Whopper, having it his way. Shout out. Burger Gang, have it your way. <laughs> plug bell. Burger Get the King. plug. Oh, uh, Sponsor. I missed show. my plug bell opportunity there. Sorry. Uh, there you go. Uh, Elvis had an appearance in the film Home Alone where he was peeking over Catherine O'Hara's shoulder at the Scranton airport, allegedly. Wait a minute. What? Catherine O'Hara from like Beetlejuice and Home Alone? That is yeah. that? Yeah. Who, okay. Yeah. That Catherine yeah. O'Hara? Yeah. Okay. He allegedly, oh, I'm looking that he up allegedly now. can be seen. Yeah, there was. There's a scene at the Scranton airport right. uh, where Catherine O'Hara is, and there is an extra in the background uh, who's just has his face just over Catherine O'Hara's shoulder, and people say that's Elvis. Which, baby. which movie was that uh, again? Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, that Home was Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. Okay. Yeah, Elvis allegedly made an appearance at California Legoland's opening in 1999. He's hanging out, getting some Legos. Uh, Elvis was a groundskeeper apparently at Graceman in Graceland. Grace Man, Graceland in 2016, and more recently, Elvis has been said to be a singing pastor at an Arkansas church. I mean, what would he be right now? Like 86 uh, years old or something? When that, was he born? In the th- mid 30s? 
I don't know when Elvis was born. Uh, Andy's looking it yeah, up. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Somebody uh, look it up. I'm showing the boys in studio here the, the cameo shot. The over the shot. Of that. Ah, that's supposed to be Elvis? That, that I mean... That doesn't feel like Elvis to me. Well, so it doesn't feel like Elvis because you're, you're, you're picturing in your mind the image of Elvis, the clean cut... Uh, don't you tell me what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can see a little bit of the facial structure in that picture from Home Alone, that cameo shot, but I don't think so. That's a bit... It's just, it's off a little bit. All right, sorry. I digress, guys. I'm sorry. We tangent hard. So just throwing it's that all out good. There. Yeah, no, 1935. He was born about. January 8th, 1935. So he would be 86 yep. this year. Yeah. I mean, I, he could okay. still be around as a porter, or what did you say, yeah. a janitor? Uh, singing pastor or slash janitor yeah. uh, d- janitor by a janitor by day pastor singing pastor by night um elvis's death was ruled the result of natural causes yet several drugs were found in the king's body before dying the king even wrote a note to his road manager joe esposito which read i'm sick and tired of my life and i need a long rest um, allegedly Elvis's coffin, this is the one we love the most, was over 900 pounds. <laughs> and that's because it was actually a cooling system keeping the wax dummy of Elvis's corpse oh, from melting. God. Was it really over 900 pounds get... for the coffin? Yeah, he had this, uh, enormous, uh, brass coffin, um, and it was allegedly with his body in it over 900 pounds. Damn. That's a big bitch! Um, Wait, that's a huge yeah. bitch. Yeah. How's the movie go? <laughs> that's big. That's a big coffin. One, a uh, coffin. One, of the, one of the things we brought up when we talked about this theory was that uh, back in Elvis's day, people, like, I think you brought it up, Andy. You were like, man, you look at it, he wasn't really that fucking fat. <laughs> but you, the, people, the people at the hospital and stuff, they talk about him like he's some disgusting pig. Like, they're like, oh, this fat fucking slob came in here. Of course he's dead from a heart attack fat pig <laughs> yeah it's like well, he doesn't look that he's bad like, he's like six foot something and he's like you know yeah, he's got a little beer belly he's but got like a gut got him some you know slack. there there Jeez. is something to be said about the westernization of civilization as we know it the mcdonald's and the chick-fil-a's and the all the restaurants You're that don't do us hungry. good yeah i know i'm hungry too <laughs> um there is something to be said about that the the average weight of an of an american now is considerably heavier than it was in the like 60s and 70s we're just we're fatter culture man it just is what it is we're fat man yeah that's what's up fat culture um, Elvis's tombstone misspelled his name. Uh, it says Elvis Aaron, A-A-R-O-N Presley versus what his, uh, uh, name was, which is Elvis A-R-O-N Presley. A-A-R-O-N. Some people say that's, that's a clue that he's not actually that's buried there. That's a clue there. that he's not actually buried Ooh. there. And then finally, some people think Elvis faked his death to escape the mob because Elvis had actually been an undercover FBI agent recu- rec- recruited by the by the bureau to infiltrate the fraternity a gang of racketeers well, now i'm sold yeah <laughs> case closed case, got no, out case confirmed right there there you uh, go nice that, that did it he had to go into witness protection after getting found out unless uh, otherwise he was going to get whacked off oh Wait, well why would you run from that i would be on for that <laughs> yeah let's, let's go <laughs> cia come to my house i'm and, good just come on over gentlemen he's gonna get whacked off by priscilla oh sorry i stepped on i stepped on his wrap up my bad 
<laughs> no, no, no. We oh. we still have your verdicts to get to. <laughs> no, he just we was gonna get whacked off by the mafia. Oh, not Priscilla oh, Presley. Yeah. I'd, I'd let her. I'd let her whack no, me off. No, no, no. If anything, it would have been Ginger. Ron. You would let anything whack you <laughs> off. Come on, Ron. <laughs> this, is, this is true. <laughs> Please, Josh is whacking me off right now. Actually, while we're doing the show. <laughs> Well, that's very nice. Thank you, Josh. That's what I'm here Thank for. You, that's Josh. the other thing. Thank you, one for the team. Keeping the man happy. He's a team player. All right. So let me. Um, yeah, Elvis is dead. Uh, yeah, not uh, not not super convinced on this one. Um, I, yeah, I think I, I think I was somewhere in like near case closed. I you know so this is a difficult one. So Elvis Presley is still alive. Is uh, only maybe barely shadow overshadowed by Tupac being still alive. So those being yep. both in the top three, I think are kind of cool to have together. But uh, it, it, I, I don't even know how to get there. There's not enough evidence to me, to tangible the- hardcore evidence to me, to tie this into any kind of plausible answer. Because right, it's so, nonsense. Well, sort of. <laughs> so there's so the tie-ins to the CIA and to any of the intelligence agencies that the U.S. government runs, maybe uh, rapping or, or maybe even rapping in the mob, which was an unbelievably heavy during Elvis's life. Those are some very, very believable defenses for why Elvis would go to the side of faking his own death and going in there uh, either under witness protection or under just running from the fucking mob. Those are both very believable uh, uh, basises. But Elvis would suffer from the same thing that Tupac, in my opinion, would suffer from, is the need to entertain. Uh, so as a performer, mm-hmm. you want to make people happy by entertaining for them. It's just something that's in your okay. blood. My wife is a... Uh, she's still alive. She hasn't faked her death yet, but she is a performer by nature. She's a singer. She loves performing in playhouse musicals. That's just her thing. She, that's what makes her the happiest in the world. Other than her children, way, way above me making her happy is performing in these musicals. <laughs> Sleeping with you makes her the saddest in the world. <laughs> Agreed. A hundred percent. Uh, but that kind of turns me on, so you know that's okay. Uh, oh uh, but man! <laughs> in, in that essence, the performers want to entertain, and Elvis is no different, in my opinion, from that. So we've never seen like with Tupac. You have the potential, you know, aliases or some other secret recordings or some the other Machiavella. Yeah, Machiavelli Machiavella. Machiavella. So those types of things aren't there for Elvis. We don't see, you know, uh, somebody that sounds exactly like Elvis that kind of looks like Elvis out of Argentina. You don't see that. No, you just see 75 of them in Vegas. <laughs> yes. So, I, I, in my opinion, I think I'm going to lay a little bit heavier on the red side of this one for, for Elvis. And as sad as that is to do, I fear that that's unfortunately just what has to be done. So, I think I'm going to go more to the, towards the plausible minus minus on this one. I think I'm going to go double minuses on this one just because there isn't enough tangible evidence out there to even hold that conspiracy alive, other than the fun fact that it's just fun to say Elvis is. So, as you put it, there's like nothing concrete to support this. Yeah. So, Wait, way to nope. wrap up my 10 minute summary into two seconds, yeah, Josh. There's not, Appreciate that. Case closed. If you believe uh, Elvis is still alive, I have a religion with a sign on fee that you need to join. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save you because Elvis and Tupac are our sponsors and. Give me a thousand dollars and I'll I'll teach you the the secret code path to go figure out where they're hiding. After an e reader. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. 
So I'll no. give it a I'll give oh, it a plausibility mercy. minus and a half. And here oh, okay. uh, that he's still alive right now, no way. Because even if he had done like say faked his own death, he pro- he really wasn't very healthy. He was pretty you know, decently overweight. I doubt he's still alive at eighty six. He could be, but I doubt it. But I, I give it a plausibility of minus and a half because I, I just have to leave an opening for these extremely ridiculously famous people that just that get a desire for some kind of normal life out of the spotlight. They are just done. They, that, that that desire even takes over their desire to want to entertain people. They feel like, you know what, my music will continue on and that will entertain people. And I just need to step away from this, and I don't want the rest of my life to be this way. And I, if for that reason, I know one day we're going to discover that somebody did fake their death. And I don't know, maybe it was Elvis, probably not. But uh, so I kind of leave that opening in there for those extremely famous type people that might have even the Rons yeah, and the green are in the red. He's more towards the green than either one of Josh or I. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, wow. I find it a little bit more plausible wow. than you guys. Well, there's our summary, boys. Wow, that was wow. great. And I'm going to give you guys those verdicts were so great. I'm going to give you a little extra Elvis conspiracy Ooh. just for your enjoyment. You don't have to rate it. Uh, Elvis's middle name A R O N, kind of a weird way to spell Aaron. Uh, most people spell it with two A's. Um, people believe Elvis's middle name was spelled that way in honor of his brother who passed away, whose name was Garen, G-A-R-O-N. Um, some people believe that Elvis's brother died when Elvis uh, absorbed him in the womb, <laughs> and that makes Elvis, uh, if you're in the Illuminati kind of circle, that makes you more powerful because you get your twin's power. Uh, and so Elvis was more powerful than most people because he absorbed his twin and his, um, his, his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, uh, initiated him into the Illuminati, uh, on instructions from extra. (laughs) God damn it. Is that, is that actually true? Did he have a twin in the womb or is that, was that all just fun and games right there? Uh, now I'm trying to remember if uh, if Garen was actually his twin. I think that that's true. Jesse Garen Presley. Uh, yeah, I, th- I do think that was Elvis's twin. Dude, that's amazing. Oh, see, I thought Garen was like a blob on his side, and when they were like eight, they they surgically removed it. Then he <laughs> carried it around in a basket until they got older, and, and when they were to seek revenge on the people that separated them. Are you talking about the movie Basket, Basket Case? Case? Yes. Of all of the B-rated <laughs> horror movies of all time, you bring up Basket it's Case? It's one of my all-time favorite I watched shitty-ass that, cheesy... I watched that as a 12-year-old. D-rated. loving it. That shit is D-rated movies. Oh, oh my, my God. God so, I can't believe Do you guys even Basket know Case. that movie, uh, uh, Basket no. Case? No, no, I'm... I, I highly not, suggest you just Google Basket Case, go to YouTube, and watch like a minute of this fucking horrible movie. It's so great. <laughs> That's a movie from the 80s that you oh, will... yes. The time that you invest in watching the YouTube video that Ron just wanted you to go watch, you could have had better time investing in uh, yeah, uh, spend, mining cryptocurrency spend, yeah, I, I was going to Actually, that's funny you said that. I was about to say, sell, spend that time selling your Bitcoin. That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I think it would be more valuable. Ironic that we both yeah. saw Basket Case. Okay, dude, that fucking great list, guys. That's that's intense. Wow. That was thank you, thank guys. You, yes, thank you. this is uh, <laughs> this is quite the list. 
Uh, but we're glad you guys enjoyed it. I think uh, I think it had a little something yeah, for everybody. Yeah, was good. Yeah. We got. I think we all got to learn a little bit about each other. Too. The famous. The, 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 <laughs> my favorite part was the Elvis impersonation. By the way, I'm just gonna throw that out there. You have a great wow. one. Wow. Just, just yes. gonna throw that out there. Good job. That's much wow. better than my Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes. Can can we get a taste of that? Uh, give him a, give him a California. California. Give him a. I just <laughs> fell out of the airlock on Mars, and my eyes are bulging out of my head. No, so, I got I got nothing for like that. A, <laughs> <laughs> that actually wasn't bad. I like that. <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah. It's almost as good as my uh, Australian. Good eye. Right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, very nice. All right, guys, <laughs> that was a hell of a good off. list. We very very much appreciate you guys bringing the heat to the Twisted Ten, and uh, and I it. Go ahead, Josh. I was, I was going to say, before we go into any sign-off, I just want to give you guys a chance to plug whatever you want, yeah. your site, your show, your friends, each other. Yeah. Just. You can plug each other. We'll just sit here and wait. <laughs> just keep the audio on. <laughs> That's for after the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, uh, Ron. We may be two daddies living together, but we do not have sex. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We s- with each other, with each <laughs> other, <laughs> only with strange. We only with the strange we pick up from Applebee's. That's right. Which is there, numerous, despite what you might like have heard. Been a couple of references of Applebee's and hooking up. It is way different than our Applebee's because I promise that none of that's going on in our Applebee's. Our Applebee's are toothless methods. You gotta go to the yes. Applebee's. <laughs> Thank well, you. <laughs> we have a couple of those too, but you gotta go to the Applebee's at the bunker. Lots of good strange at the Applebee's nice. at the bunker. <laughs> Plus. All the virgin drinks you want, and you just virgin order. Long Island's iced yeah. teas, all you can drink. <laughs> oh, oh my God! All right, guys, give us uh, give us your plugs, um, give us your URLs, your you know, website. You can everything. find us. You can find us mrbunkersconspiracytime.com. All of our links to our social media is on there, as well as um, you know, links to all of our episodes are on there. Um, you can find us at Mr. Bunker Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can just straight up email us something. Uh, MrBunkerPod at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll plug the the, the Patreon. if uh, the, We have a Patreon as well. Um, Patreon.com forward slash MrBunkerPod. And um, that, uh, that's your So your patrons, though, they there's another there's a show there, right? There's a, there's a whole other list of content that adds that's true. in, right? Much like the, uh, the lovely uh, after show here on uh, the Twisted Ten, uh, it's, uh, we have Andy and Art debunked. Uh, which is our it's our Patreon only show where um, sometimes it follows a similar format to the regular show, but it's most it's a lot looser, and we cover things that have a definitive end. Whereas the main show, it's always unsolved. It's always a conspiracy. There's always a question on the on the Patreon show. Sometimes we'll just cover the life of a serial killer, or we'll cover the life of somebody who's had a wild time. The other week we did. Uh, the history of Guinness World Records, and we just read a bunch of weird. Oh, nice! Oh, that's so, fun. Um, That'd be a good list, actually. That yeah. would be a fantastic weird list. Guinness. That'd be a great <laughs> list. There you go. A great <laughs> list idea. We could uh, we could share some research. The three with ball you. juggling <laughs> list is eleven hours, four minutes, thirty five seconds straight. Wait, the three ball <laughs> juggling list? The, uh, not juggling list, but record. record. Okay, you hours, really threw me for a loop. Eleven there. hours, four minutes, thirty five seconds. Unless somebody's broken that since then. Wow, that doesn't yeah. seem like that wow. long. All right. <laughs> Really? Ron, 11 straight like hours of juggling it doesn't stop? It really doesn't. That's a long-ass time. In comparison to something Ron, that is you, a long-ass time, let's wrap up this show. Yeah. Ron, <laughs> do, 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 you, do you hold we that are, We are there. You guys, I think, have now set a record. So the first half of the show was an hour. The second half is an hour and a half. 
there's nothing wrong with having a long show, and we enjoy it. We've had a few shows that have gone two and a half hours, but uh, none that have entertained us quite like the list that you guys brought tonight wow. from Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy <laughs> Time podcast. Goodness. Well, I'm glad it was so entertaining. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we certainly had a blast being. You guys are great. We uh, yeah, you guys are this awesome. Is, this was. Thank you so much for having us yes. on your certainly. show and. Uh, you know, abusing your twisted counsel. <laughs> for... No, they they love it. They're uh, they're glutton for punishment. Gluttons for punishment <laughs> for sure. But um, no, guys, I think uh, so. Your personality melds extremely well with I think our show's personality, and uh, I see Definitely. I see a lot on the horizon. I see I see wow. the flat Earth two coming around <laughs> to where we're gonna collab God. with you guys on some more fun crazy <clears throat> conspiracy theories. On some Stevie Wonder truthers. <laughs> let's get them. Let's get Bobani Jones on here. <laughs> yeah, let's get Bobani Jones on the oh show. Oh my God. Well, guys, thank you very much, Art Andy from uh, Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. Thank you guys very very much for guesting on the show tonight and hosting and bringing a fucking awesome list. Uh, all the bunk funkers that were hanging out in the Discord, we appreciate you guys as well. Go check our friends out at Mr. Bunker's ConspiracyTime.com or at Mr. Bunker Pod on most all the social medias. Um, on behalf of this show, I'm Adam. I'm Ron. And I'm Josh. And to our very special guest hosts tonight, Art and Andy, you want to say something? Wow. Uh, just thanks for having us. Uh, Adam, Josh, Ron, it was great being here, and we appreciate you so much having us on. Glad we could give you the whole enchilada on music conspiracies. Thanks for Absolutely, fellas. Thank you very much. We uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you very much for listening to the Twisted Ten. Talk to you later. Up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days being a grown up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.